You know, at one point he was the biggest movie star or TV star in the world, right? Right, right. The Hoff. Yeah. Well, he's still very big overseas. In Germany. Yeah. Do you want to know a little trivia? Sure. (laughs) About the Hoff? Yeah. Yeah. The Hoff was supposed to launch this huge music career. Oh, God. Right. Right around 1994, I believe. Okay. And the night of his pay-per-view special. Mm Mm-hmm. A white Bronco was driving down the 405 freeway. <laughs> that's that's interesting. And he blames O.J. Simpson for him not having a, a music career. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. This is episode 51. We're coming to you from the Stude at 258 Studios in Scranton. I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I'm Lauren Corralico. And? I didn't actually prepare anything witty to say, so I'm the content and commercial strategist at Lavelle Strategy Group. That's what I do for a work. For a work? <laughs> for a work. <clears throat> I'm Mark. I run 25.8. <laughs> and Mark has drumsticks. I do. I have a lot of I have a lot of manic energy today because you're late. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'll forgive you. And we're here with uh, Rob Thomas of uh, Tsunami uh, Matchbox Defense. Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, knew that was you, you had to get that joke out right out of the. Had way, to get right? it out there. It was like it was like more, more, more. That'll that'll be my opportunity to 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 just to uh, say that I'd rather Robert Thomas. Rob Thomas is Matchbox Twenty. Robert Thomas is Tsunami Self Defense. Okay. okay. Mm. There we go. Fair enough. There, now we have separated the two completely. (laughs) And uh, Megan is his assistant instructor. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. So we're here to talk about self-defense, not beating people up. Nope. Defending yourself from people being beat up and possibly fresh fruits and pointed sticks (laughs) and things like like that. Absolutely. So the opposite of self-defense would be self-offense? Self-offense, which is often used in combatives, sometimes sometimes combative techniques, which we do, which we do instruct, we do teach, um, are oftentimes self-offense, um, meaning actually, literally, we will strike first in, in combatives if threatened, if no other um, opportunity presents itself, and you have to go to violence from zero to sixty. Sure, there's a first, there, there's a first strike. All right, hold on to that, uh-huh. and then we're gonna figure out what the hell that means. Okay, <laughs> we'll come back to that. Do the site, man. All right. Well, uh, first off, you know, since since we're going to talk about things that'll probably make you healthier and lose weight, let's let's talk about Promanti Brothers. Yes. Uh, which is coming to Dixon City, which will make you make me me personally gain quite a few pounds. Uh, they're opening up a new restaurant in Dixon City on uh, Thursday, March tenth. But if you are one of the first one hundred customers on Wednesday, March ninth uh, at at eight o'clock, I guess they're doing like a tailgate sort of thing. Uh, you can get free sandwiches for a year. What? Which is super dangerous, <laughs> hey, but also super awesome. What's your wife doing on Thursday? <laughs> I actually asked her before I left. I'm like, eh, we should probably do this. Mm. Let's right? see if we could That's get in awesome. there. You know, so I don't. I don't know if there's. Uh, I don't know if they they they're cutting off exactly at 100. And what do they count as 100? Like, if me and my wife go. Do oh, they count true. us as two, that's two or do they count us as one and say like, oh, yeah, you both can come in with a card or whatever it is. That's a good question. Yeah. So free uh, sandwiches for a year on, are on the line here. I mean, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I need to know. Important stuff. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and you said it was Wednesday the 9th? Uh, yes, right. that they're doing that. And then it's open to the public, uh, you know, Thursday, uh, March 10th. Great. Uh, we'll start in the afternoon. 
we have uh, photos from the uh, Pittston St. Patrick's Day Parade. I was there. Yeah, did you enjoy it? It was pretty good. I like the floats. I like the music. I like the dancers. I had to go adjust the soundboard. Can you start all that all over again? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Keep going. <laughs> I heard Permani Brothers. That's all I heard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lauren said something about dancing. Yes. Oh, you went to the, the parade, I right? I went to the parade, yes. How was it? It was wonderful. Have you ever been to the St. Patty's Day Parade here? No, I usually leave town. Smart. Mm. Yes. Good choice. It's usually a good yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so usually was, was, on my dad's birthday, so I don't. Uh, it's not really on okay. purpose. Now, it, it, it was this a, a drunk fest like Scranton usually is and Wilkes-Barre usually is to an extent? Uh, I mean, people were drunk. They were charging a $5 cover at Tomato Bar, which I wasn't extremely happy about, but the, the, the craft beers that I usually get were exactly the same price, and the Miller Lite was like three extra bucks, so <laughs> I was okay. <laughs> Just parking myself by the taps and listening to the live music. Were you okay. drunk? Um, okay. Moving on. I, I Yeah. <laughs> There's no like, there's no like Bourbon Street esque photos of you that are gonna pop up online. But from no the... one took a picture of me at the tomato bar. I'm on that page. Okay. <laughs> I was wearing a coat. Oh yeah, we were in pants too. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah. Do you have shoes on? Uh huh. Yeah. And then I went to the supermarket and I. Fought. Is there a shirt under your coat, I or bought, was it just bought, like straight yes. coat? No, I had like three shirts on. Mm. And I got an extra shirt at Cooper's when I had on uh, the waterfront. Yeah. At yeah. the Cabana. Yeah. They. I got a free shirt. And well, a did sticker. it say Cooper's? No. It or said, did it say "Hey, you in the jacket"? No, it said uh, <laughs> two gingers whiskey. Oh. Oh, so it's, it just really wants to take swag. your soul. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I got four pounds of beef brisket at the supermarket and walked Four home. pounds. Mm-hmm. What can four pounds of beef brisket do for you that one pound can't? Uh, be in, sit in a pressure cooker for an hour and a half and become corned beef. Was this just for you or no. was there a, a, an assortment of, of folks who were going to participate in four pounds? I wasn't pounds? alone in eating my beef brisket. <laughs> How many other people were with you eating one? four pounds? So between you and one other person, you ate four pounds of beef brisket. No, we only ate like two pounds and then we saved the rest for lunch. Smart. On the same day? No. <laughs> on Sunday? No, this was on Sunday. So the parade was on Sunday. The parade was yesterday. No, the parade was Saturday. I right. So on Sunday for lunch, did you eat two pounds of beef no, brisket? No, because I didn't make the beef brisket until Sunday. Oh, so you, did you eat lunch today, beef yes. brisket? Oh, with was rye it, bread. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, it good. Was, it was With most, seeds or unseeded? It was seeded, yes. It was seeded rye it bread. It was exa- extremely Now, what else was flavorful. in the beef brisket? We put also uh, Yukon gold potatoes. I don't know what that is, but keep going. And um, uh, ho- uh, carrots. Oh, I know what those are. And two onions. And two four onions. cloves of garlic. Red or white? Four, yes. Wow. Big, big cloves Smashed or just thrown in? I crushed them. You crushed with them? With my knife, yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, were the onions red or white? They were white. Uh, sweet. They were sweet onions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Uh, Maybe a, some celery? There's a flavor packet. From? From the beef brisket. Of like what? Like the powdered no ranch dressing? No, it's, it, it, it's whatever you put in corned beef. I needed that moment, Rich. You can move on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. You sound like a like a Food Network star. <laughs> no, I sound like the Grand Inquisitor. That's what I'm just. And at what temperature was this? And what was the lights? Was, what was, was the was lumens a, of the lights? No, it was a pressure cooker. I don't know. What, I don't know what that. So, what, like, what do you just give it a deadline? No, well, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there's a safety valve and a release valve, and it, it shoots off steam. And then, if the whole thing malfunctions, it'll explode. Sounds like an awful way to cook four pounds of beef brisket. It was awesome. 
because you're living on the edge. <laughs> Correct. Technically, it could be dinner or a bomb. It is a bomb. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Okay, Thanks for taking on. us to the Boston Marathon. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't take... <laughs> I didn't. I, I did not do that. They were oh, pressure cookers. I'm just saying. Oh, is that what they used? They I'm thinking cookers. self-defense. That's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. Wait, are you serious? That's yeah, what they yeah. used. The Snyder brothers. Actually... The Snyder brothers used two pressure cookers in their backpacks, and when they when they put it down, you know, you can see you can see they're, they're pressure. Cookers. Yeah, but how the hell does it? Doesn't it, it need electricity? No, it no, just no, no, needs no. heat. No, it just needs heat. Yeah. Well, what what did they use to heat it? They put. Uh, they put heat inside, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I think yeah. they did. Yeah, because it's it's literally a sealed. Va- is think of it like a still. It's like a whiskey still, but it's completely enclosed. But what do you use for heat? Fire. But how do they make the? That's what I don't understand. How do they make the I, fire? I don't know. I don't know. I don't but think I do this know, is a topic we should talk about. I do know it was either. pressure cookers. Wow, that's so you, messed up. Huh. I, yeah, I know you're making a bomb joke, but I'm just. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> just that's, that's part of my last name. That's I'm why sorry. I. <laughs> it is. It is. And in bow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Back to the site. Rich. I'm not a Christmas tree. Not a Christmas tree. But we can still sing songs about you. You have a lovely voice, Lauren. Horrible punctuality, but a lovely voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, any concert announcements? Yeah. <laughs> You want you want to hear uh, the the probably the weirdest one I've ever posted. The weirdest the concert concert <laughs> announcement. Oh, yeah. yeah, don't don't ruin it, Lauren. Give it. Let Rich have this. <laughs> Cindy Lauper <gasps> and Boy George. Oh oh, that's I thought they were the same person. <laughs> <laughs> they may prove to be. That, yeah, that might be the twist at the end of the show. Give me time, girls. Just want. It. I think time after time is one of the most beautiful songs ever written. I, I could I could agree with that. It is. Yeah, like top. Like one of the top most beautiful songs. Times, it might not be the most beautiful song, which was covered very well by Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. <laughs> oh. Just so you know. <laughs> see what you did there. You Just like bring that? It, yeah. Bring it back around. You're welcome. Where are they playing? Uh, Sands Bethlehem Event Center on uh, May 28th. That is a strange combo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sense. you know, it's uh, 80s icons, so I, I guess that kind of makes it. sense. George Michael would be the, the holy trinity of that group. <laughs> yes. To have one half of Wham. I was listening to the uh, the Cure station on Pandora the other day, and I was thinking, you know, that was a time in music. And then you post this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you went right back to Taylor Swift's 1989. I didn't know the Cure had a station. You, yeah, well, on Pandora. Yeah, yeah. Oh, on Pandora. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you said serious. Sorry. Oh, no. no. Continue, should. Rich. Sorry. So we have uh, we have photos from the first week of NEPA Scenes Got Talent, uh, which would that go? Uh, very good, very good. We had a great crowd. Uh, we had uh, twenty different acts, uh, so you know, good, good, healthy lineup. Didn't uh, uh, what's his face win? Uh, Ted Hebert. Yes, yes. Uh, Ted. Ted. I didn't remember his name. Who has been on the show before? <laughs> yes, and, he has. Uh, so yeah, he he won uh, the first week. So uh, strong right out of the gate for the comedians once again, because uh, the comedians won uh, the the first two seasons. So uh, I'm interested to see if that happens again for a third time. Um, some uh, uh, some really random uh, announcements. I mean, everything from uh, Chubby Checkers coming to, to Penn's Peak and Jim Thorpe on October 1st at Andrew, the same time. <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay on May 13th. Hey. Yeah, I don't know if he's still doing that. I'd imagine. I heard. I heard an interesting story about the Dice Man that um, somebody who was on uh, 
the the new HBO show Vinyl. Apparently, Andrew Dice Clay was in the first episode, and Scorsese oh, yes. directed it. Yes, I saw that. Well, apparently, like Andrew Dice Clay, every line was like would mention a twin brother. <laughs> I, I'm not spoiler alert. I don't. I I heard his character dies in the first episode. Oh, okay. I don't know if you saw it. No. So I heard that he kept mentioning that he had a twin brother just so at some point he might be able to come back to the show. <laughs> and finally, Scorsese was like, stop. <laughs> that's not the line. So that's all. Awesome. That's pretty great. It sounds very dicey. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like something you would do. Um, so we have we have videos from uh, the uh, Mario Kart uh, live party that they did with the NEPA gaming challenge. Uh, so if you were at that event, uh, your video is 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 now on there. Uh, you did a channel, lot of videos. Yeah, yeah. There's one right after the other. So there's there's quite a few there. Uh, they, they just put up the other. Uh, they put up the first ten, and then the other half. Um, Jamie and I have become pals. Good. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, I I, f- I figured you guys would get along pretty well. Very well. Good. They're actually, I believe, I don't know if they announced it yet, but I believe they're doing an event March 19th at the Vault. Yes. 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 Uh, very excited for that, which uh, they'll probably do the same thing, uh, uh, t- you know, taping them and, and that sort of thing. They're doing this with Street Fighter this time, though. Yes. So uh, the new Street Fighter Five that just came out. So I'm, I'm, I, I want to play it myself. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Well, you better pay your admission fee. Oh, I will. <laughs> I did. I did for this too. You can see me lose. Ver- really, like, like you seriously, like you give all this press and you're still paying the admission fee. Yes, you uh, are a consummate gentleman. You, you can see me lose ter- very badly. And, how poorly and, did and, you and lose? waste that five dollars? Uh, I didn't come in last. That was important. Is that, that how you gauge success? Yes, that's, that's how great. I gauge success. <laughs> I wasn't last. Well, all right. Yeah, I mean, but, but if you have two, last guys was who, the guy who didn't play. Fair right. enough. There were only yeah. there are only two gamers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I mean, out of out of uh, you know, out of the, the the four of us, I mean, two of them play video games constantly. Sure. Plus, you know, the other advantage that I noticed when I came in, I was like, wait a sec, you know, if I was playing right in a row over and over and over again, mm. I would be way better than the person who sits down. Even if I've played it in the past, you get into a groove after you play so many times. So then you're really good at it. Doesn't matter what stage you're on. So I mean, the the stages were random, so that helped a little bit, mm. you know. But uh, there was only one guy the whole night that actually could could beat Jamie. Really? Is yeah, right? yeah. He was uh, he was a young young guy actually, uh, a friend of my brother's. Cool. I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah, nice. we, young younger guy because right, of right. course you know the young kids are unbelievable at this mm-hmm. stuff now. Uh, so the nominations are open for the Steamtown Music Awards. Uh, so they're they're open for the next couple months. So if you uh, they're open for months. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. Uh, so if you want to nominate anybody, uh, uh, do so uh, very soon. Are they doing best local podcast? Uh, I wish, but they are they are doing uh, journalist and publication again this year. So if you want to nominate anybody from any PA scene, and if you want to nominate any PA scene for uh, best publication, by all means, uh, they're I also doing the local photographer do this year as well, uh, which uh, was well, I think was missing last year. So uh, any any of our awesome photographers, uh, please uh, please nominate them as well. Uh, this this one uh, w- was interesting. The uh, a bunch of different stars from uh, different Marvel comics uh, or uh, TV shows, uh, movies, all that kind of stuff are going to be at the uh, Philly Comic Con. Uh, they just announced like a big uh, like Marvel lineup. Let me. Uh, I'm supposed to be getting up. some signed Marvel stuff by somebody apparently important. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll let you know when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please let me know when that happens. Um. So the the whole the whole list is uh, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, 
Tom Hiddleston, Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, Haley Atwell, Dominic Cooper, Stanley Tucci, and Frank Grillo. So, so the pretty entire much like, cast of Civil War? Pretty much like half the cast of Civil That's War. That's a pretty human Isn't it like $1,000 to see them? It's, I was just going to say, it's almost $1,000. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. Crazy. I mean, the, the, the price, that's the thing uh, like You about, have to tickle Chris Evans's taint just to get in or something? <laughs> that's the problem with a lot of these cons now, especially uh, uh, Wizard World in general. Like, I, I think Wizard World puts together a great show in terms of, you know, putting the guests together, putting panels together, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but they kind of have this big monopoly in terms of uh, the larger guests like these. So they charge kind of pretty re- outrageous prices that your average person is never going to be able to pay. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you're going to pay to go to the convention thinking, oh, I'm going to have the opportunity at some point this weekend to meet them. Then you see the line and you're like, well, first of all, even if I pay the exuberant amount it is mm-hmm. just to shake their hand or just to get an autograph or whatever, you've missed everything else the entire weekend right. because mm-hmm. you've spent it, you know, several, and they try to break that up as much as possible. They do kind of sessions and then they'll cut off the line at a certain point and say, okay, you could probably only realistically sign this many. So these other people kind of get left out. But in the meantime, I, I still, there's, there's a lot of waiting. Uh, and, and, and there's certainly, uh, if you want, uh, especially the major characters, yeah, you're going to pay upwards of at least a thousand. Do you know why I think they did that? Hmm. It's good for publicity, bad for fans. Yes. Very true. They should do like, fast pass stuff like if you show up like at Universal you're thinking Disney they do it at both Mm. and SeaWorld Mm. (laughs) and Jesus Town whatever the hell that is there's like a whole Jesus thing down at what Orlando no yes there is where it's like Bible Town or something it's called yeah swear to God Jesus comes out and like they they redo the whole passion thing. Do you hear about the live passion being set in New Orleans to music all over the whole town? That's incredibly vague, Lauren. I don't know what that means. No, I know what it means, but no, I didn't hear about it. Yeah, and and sounds like it could be a bad idea. Yeah, I don't know. They did (laughs) it apparently. It's a whole that whole culture down there is based on like voodoo and yeah, yeah. Voodoo is based in Christianity though. (laughs) Oh, good Rich, grief. What else, Rich, what else is on the list? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The things you don't bring up, politics and religion. <laughs> Why did you turn to Larry David for that I one? don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. That was awesome. Or not Mel, uh, who's the other guy? Jackie Mason. There was a little Jack- Jackie Mason. <laughs> <laughs> there was a little Jackie Mason. Then, so in might, politics, might Bloomberg's announced he will not run for president. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren. You're welcome. <laughs> So, tsunami self-defense. Yeah. All right. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, All right. End I of like, show. I like All the name. Right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. We. Well, I'll tell you why we named it that. Okay. <laughs> Perfect segue. Um. So we're all about self-defense and reality-based keeping uh, reality-based self-defense. So a tsunami. Okay. Um. Water has always been used in the martial arts for um, symbolic reasons and things like that. So a tsunami is something that's caused by an underground earthquake. So if we could take the uh, human loss out of it, you know, when a tsunami happens, just think symbolically that that underground earthquake is symbolic of whatever the mugger, the rapist, the carjacker, the home invasion, the the bully. Um, And so it's causing us. Hopefully we spend our days as the peaceful, tranquil, beautiful waters of the ocean only until we are provoked with no other option and then we could rise up and strike back like a great and powerful tsunami mm. so that's the reason we we named it tsunami self-defense what a perfect what what are you looking at me like that for 
I, I'm just wondering if tonight's going to be the night of, hmm. 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 Oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> Continue. So you were saying. So at some point, I'm going to get to throw Mark. Is this correct? That's, no. That's what we're that's planning awesome. on. No. Maybe that happening. But no. Maybe. No. No. It's not. No. My coccyx is broken. <laughs> I hurt my coccyx last week. See, we're all, we all, <laughs> anyway. All right. I so look, I, I when, fell. when did you. <laughs> I fell on a mountain. So was, 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 uh. <laughs> Did Frodo, was Frodo with you? <laughs> Look, Rich has no control and he's like this, right? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm waiting for the question. Yes, peaceful, tranquil, beautiful, every day of our lives until mm-hmm. we could rise up, bash, and yeah, kick ass. Yeah. Well, the wa- water is, is used in a lot of other martial arts Very also. Much. So what, what techniques do you teach at Tsunami? <clears throat> That's a good question. We, we, we like to not be labeled into any mm. one, you know, any one style or technique, but we do have, I mean, just so people know, there are elements in our system from Brazilian jiu-jitsu, traditional Japanese um, arts like uh, Aikido, Karate, Okinawan arts. Um, we use a little bit of um, I- principles and ideas from Tai Chi, actually, and even um, some Chinese boxing <laughs> stuff. But a lot of it is is uh, Karate, Aikido, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. But no specific, like you're, right. you're not going to come to us to learn those arts at all. Well, you know, it's, it is a complete hybrid collage of, of all that stuff. And you don't need a background with martial arts to have success with this program. And that's what's really, I think that's what's really empowering about it as well. Like I came into it with, you know, no experience at all with that stuff. And it's, it's very reality based. It's very, um, we talk a lot like street defense. It's not so much like we're, we're not focusing with a martial arts. Mm-hmm kind of focus exactly we have have no belt rank no no trophies there's no tournaments we fight a lot but not for competition right (laughs) oh we we gear up and go at it like we like (laughs) for sure like i think both of us have made one another actually cry oh yeah (laughs) from pain from from like (laughs) yeah yeah bruises the next day Uh, yeah yeah, for real (laughs) so now do you have classes for men and women yes Mm -hmm. yeah we have uh both and co-ed um I would say a, a bulk of what we're doing right now is is a lot of women only classes, um, and we do that. There's okay, so there's two different systems that we teach that are female only. There's girls on guard, which is not something we we invented. Girls on guard was invented by Steve Cardi, and he's in the New York City area. Um, I'm certified as one of his official instructors, and we have i think 30 some states now with instructors and about 10 different countries so girls on guard is growing um he's in vegas next week certifying new people in las vegas he just certified a new batch in chicago so it is all over the country we're slowly growing girls on guard with the specific purpose girls on guard is for reducing the odds of abductions and sexual assaults primarily taught to high school and college age women Hmm. But it is strictly women. Uh, like I've had dads call, like I want my daughter to take this, and the dad thinks he's going to sit and observe. Mm-hmm. We, we don't even allow that. Like it doesn't happen. There's no men in the class ever. Wow. Um, and then so, and the second point, Rich, is we we do um what we call um tsunami empowerment self defense for women, and that's kind of everything else that Girls on Guard doesn't cover. Again, strictly for female only women and girls only. Right. And and that's what that class. Um, Megan's a, a you know, like a certified instructor in, and she assists me with the girls on guard stuff. Mm-hmm. And we have about five other systems. Yeah, five other women 
who help. Oh, women, yeah. Girls who consistently help teach. Yeah. Yeah. I have a a great staff. I'm blessed. Without Megan and a few others, I I could not do it. They're the best. Thank you. Yeah. Now I know you follow a lot of the the news and statistics that go with this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, sure. so you think uh, th- this stuff is is stuff that really any woman should know. Oh yeah, and especially when you're looking at that, like teenager, college years, that is it's the most dangerous time for women in terms of relationship violence, in terms of sexual assault, domestic violence, anything like that. Is that like the documentary, The Hunting Ground? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a great documentary. So that's why too with this with the Girls on Guard program, like that's. We're focusing right on those issues, the, especially sexual assault and abductions. Um, and then with our program as well, you're getting some of the the other things like um, we talk about parties and we talk about being careful with drinks. Um, DV. DV, talking more about relationships and just trust. What's and DV? Domestic violence. Oh, I'm an idiot. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and even just like. When, when I when I tell somebody I teach self defense, there there's the, one of the reasons I really I'm glad you're having us on is is we need to reeducate mm-hmm. the public about what we're doing. If I tell you I teach self defense, you may think I'm in a white karate gi. Um, someone else might think I'm just doing you know pepper spray and all that. There's so many <laughs> preconceived notions of what self defense is. I just scream. <laughs> That's helpful. Yeah, Rich might attack me with a bowl <laughs> of ras- raspberries and then point a stick. Right. And usually. It's somebody asking me where the McDonald's is. I just <laughs> I freak out. I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Screaming is a good uh, is a good first defense. And a key eye. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Wait, am I supposed to say that when I scream? No, you're, no, no it's no. called a key eye. <clears throat> oh, okay. I thought it was a key eye, and everybody's going to no, think that there's a tropical helps. bird in the alley. <laughs> in, at least in, in my understanding, the attacking techniques it helps to yell at somebody while you're hitting them because uh, it scares. Does that them. throw them off guard? Or? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both. Both. You're both correct. Mm-hmm. In in our system, our key eye is actually the word no. Mm-hmm. We shout the word no, and that's for several reasons. I mean, one is we want to, you know really drive home the point that no means no, especially when it, when a female is saying no on all levels, it, it ends there. Um, I'm engaged. I know what that means. Yeah. I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, Honey, can I eat this? No. Okay. No. <laughs> all right. That only gets worse. Well, you know that <laughs> she said she, I was taking her to work the other day. She goes, I want to stop at Catalano's hoagies. And I'm like, we don't have time. She goes, yes, we do. I said, okay, honey, <laughs> we stop at Catalano's hoagies or Catalano's, you know, yeah, Italian deli. Yeah. <clears throat> I love that place. She comes out. She She's 92 pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah. buys four hoagies. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I said, oh, thanks, babe. She goes, why? <laughs> I said, did you get? She's like, no. No. I was like, all right. <laughs> so she ate four Catalano hoagies. Hot or sweet? Sweet. Nice. And the, there's a reason why we don't eat the hot. Okay, we're going to stop right there. <laughs> In case anyone knows, it takes 18 hours for a Catalano hoagie to go through you. <laughs> before you evacuate. <laughs> After okay. mastication, Helpful. it's 18 hours 18 before hours. evacuation. Sounds good. So how did you get started? What was the thing that was like, you were like, well, how did were you start? born a ninja? I was not born a ninja. I was born okay. into a ninja clan. Okay. Yeah. The foot? Uh, in the... <laughs> Foot Clan, yes. yeah, in the snowy hills of, of Okinawa. No, Shredder. it was. It was okay. um, I, I, I like yourself. I have a background in traditional arts, so I'm not. I'm never knocking or disrespecting traditional arts. Um, I'm a third degree black belt in in a Japanese karate system, oh. and and I and I love traditional arts. Um, Shinkuru, very similar to okay. Shotokan, okay. but Shinkuru. Um, there's uh, two schools in the area: one at Marywood and one in Taylor. Um, in Shinkuru, it's a great system, but. 
the problem is so so here's how it happened um i, I have a cousin who works who's a social worker she invited me one night down to wilkesbury to uh go to the clinic she worked at so everyone in the class there's maybe 15 women she invited you down to like to do teach. karate to teach okay. karate yes i'm sorry yeah she asked and you, you have you ever taught before or this was just the not to this audience not uh, to this okay I, i've taught i taught a class when i was a college student and i teach at the dojo and taylor right but I never taught to to a group of survivors or women in, in the system for multitude of reasons. Right. So I'm there and it was the night that changed my life. It really was like in all seriousness, I'm, I'm doing the, I'm doing the class. I'm showing a couple traditional karate moves and the one woman raises her hand and she said, you know, this is all well and good, but my, my boyfriend gets out in two weeks and he likes to come up from behind me, choke me and slam me up against the wall. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, so this this traditional block thing I just showed you is ridiculous. It's I mean, were you going in there thinking like, oh, if it's like a mugger? Yeah, maybe so. I was going in naive. I was going right. in really. I really was. I mean, like here I am at that point, a second degree black belt, and I was going in kind of green and not really aware. And then when she said that comment before I could even react because I was, it kind of hit me. Um, another girl raises her hand. She goes, "Yeah, my husband holds holds me down on the bed, pins my wrist back." And oh my like, god! You can you can do all the kata you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do all the traditional forms. Those moves are 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 completely different. It's not how violence goes down. Um, so I immediately stopped teaching, <clears throat> went underground, off the grid, you know, and started. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Like yeah. You- no, I stopped. I I, I, I continued that class, you know, uh, but I did. Yeah, not- but did you do your cane from kung fu? Like I really need to reassess. Absolutely. I totally yes. Yeah. I mean, do you remember that? So you obviously remember that moment and you were like, holy shit, yeah. like I'm doing something wrong. I'm, yes, I'm doing something wrong. Not necessarily wrong, but maybe your path wasn't. Not wrong because the because the, you didn't the, know the men and women who are teaching traditional arts are not doing anything wrong. They're doing awesome stuff. Yeah. But it's not how violence happens. It's not right. how a bar fight happens. Right. You don't stand behind this tape piece of tape on the ground and that and right. then a referee and someone goes, goes go hajime you know yeah and, and then the fight happens you're getting grabbed by the collar and a beer bottle smashed over your face whatever the situation is it, that's not how violence happens and it's quick so it's quick it's it's ugly it's it's sudden um and so then so then you go underground like stop teaching go underground and i started seeking out um both two types of things combatives instructors which is another type of it's a more militarized combative system and i also found steve cardian who invented girls on guard and i needed a class that was for women only to stop sexual assaults to stop abductions to stop domestic abuse mm-hmm. and and that's what it does and i'm the only and i'm i'm proud to say that i'm the only certified instructor in the entire nepa region pocono scranton wilkesbury northeast that's certified in, in girls on guard so it, I and then I kind of went. Then I started got a website and started doing stuff. I was teaching a class at Marywood University. Thank God someone had the 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 <laughs> the insight to bring me there, um, because they have another system that's taught there, not the greatest. And so they said, "Hey, you come on in." I taught a class. Met this girl next to me on my right in a, as a student, and slowly started like the women who kind of got it and, and saw what it was all about became the team that we have today so but it was it was a slow process and i yes i literally stopped teaching went underground i mean what was that i mean what was that like i'm, I'm just trying to get perspective here sure. so like did you not 
I mean, everyone knows that like domestic violence happens and sexual assault happens. I don't think a lot of people know to what degree Absolutely. or how or the severity of it. So, I mean, was I'm sure like you knew, but sure. was that but was that eye opening when you actually get to start talking to victims and start talking to to it was life changing. I mean, did, I mean, so just again, ahead, perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you find that it's way more than you thought it was? Yes, like frighteningly, frightening. Yes, way more. Yeah, I'll tell you a story that a, a friend, a friend of mine now, um, through these talks, um, never has never been a student of mine. Um, tell, tells me she tells me a story that she was married in the past. Um, marriage was about three years in. He had some issues, but nothing aggressive, nothing violent. His issues were more depression, if anything else, um, but never showed us a, a second of, of anger or violent. Would, didn't even raise his temper when somebody cuts him off in traffic, like no temper. Um, but because of his depression issues and um, past um, service and stuff, uh, he was self-medicating and started using I, drugs and things. And then one day she comes home, dishes weren't washed, and she said he was raging and she said he punched her in the face twice before she even know she, all she could think was why is the person i'm in love with punching me, punching me in the face her nose was broken and blood was pouring down her face and and then she started to cover herself up it was so sudden, he got two hits in before yeah, it was her thoughts were the man i'm in love with is punching me and i don't know why and i don't know why exactly wasn't the first time she didn't do the dishes, you know. Yeah, but it's a dish. <laughs> it, it, but, but but it was all coming from this other thing with the self medicating and the abuse of drugs and alcohol. Which now this goes back to you know a lot of mental health problems too. Sure. To put this in a broader perspective, the national statistic on DV in particular: one in four American women are considered a survivor of domestic violence, and one in five men have experienced sexual assault in their lifetime. Wait, wait, uh, that st- that second statistic is strange to men. me. Mm. They well, don't admit it as freely because there's a lot of stigmas attached. Well, there's a lot of sure. there's a lot of male pride. Mm. Well, there's is there's a there's also stigma with domestic violence and sexual assault in women as well. Mm-hmm, and absolutely, I, I think yeah. heading this off in the past in in the past before you get to that point is the most important thing. But people don't expect to become a victim of either never yeah but just going from rob's story like how do you it's you know how do you know how do you after three years and then boom right exactly i mean that's that's an extreme case but it's it's maybe it's not an extreme case it's probably not it's probably a very common case um but I want to just dial it back a tiny bit. We that's one. You can do of, whatever you want, Rod. It's all you. <laughs> one of the other things we do with our with what we teach is, um, for instance, February just passed. It was um, February is National um, Teen Dating Ship Violence Relationship Month, right? So we 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 talked. We had a couple of classes where we got some just teenagers together. Very little martial arts took place it was more about warning signs of unhealthy relationships you know we're we're trying to we talk a great deal about consent and respect and you know we a lot of what we do is nothing to do with martial arts and so when i'm driving down the street and i see you know joe's karate school and harry's taekwondo school and you know frank's jiu-jitsu are those real they're great (laughs) they're great schools and they say self-defense in the signs and the literature and i know what they mean but the, the, what Megan and 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 Becky and a bunch of the other girls and Nicole that we we what we teach is to try and cut things off well before a physical altercation is even needed. 
you know. So how do you, but how do you know? Well, I, I, I know that's one of those like loaded RPG questions. No, yeah, but it's, but like, it's a good question. What are, what are, what are good non-stereotypical, like you'd ask a person on the street what you think the warning signs are for, for any of those situations, you know, like, you know, what's, what's the water boiling before it overflows? Like, how do you notice when it's like, Oh, this is right. You know what I mean? And you guys I have would, way more experience with it than I would think any answer you got from someone on the street is, is keep it and catalog it. It's that vast. It is. I really? Think, yeah. Yeah. And I think one thing, one thing we try to promote too is like, <sighs> looking at the strong like gender socialization so looking at how males are taught to be super macho you know have all the power in relationships um if you're in a heterosexual relationship like you have your subordinate woman um girlfriend or wife or whoever and Not she mine. just <laughs> she does four whatever the man says right <laughs> four. four of them and yeah you don't get one morsel yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So when you have that, when <laughs> in you have one that, bite, <laughs> when you have that ingrained power, like in, in, you know, and again, not all males, but some males, when they have this, you know, sense of like, I am in the dominant position mm-hmm. in this relationship, and God forbid the woman, you know, doesn't, you know, doesn't do the dishes, doesn't whatever, and then that's that spark. Like, so those are the things we kind of teach. Like, look at, look at your relationship, look at your partner. You know, is it a partnership or is it? You know, what are the power dynamics there? So just to kind of start thinking about those things, you know, that can be that can pick up some of the warnings. And we're specifically talking right now about DV and sexual assault. When you when your partner or somebody close to you starts behaving differently than you are accustomed to. I think that's one of the the biggest uh, markers of of just watch out. But learning self-defense isn't just about expecting to one day get assaulted by somebody. Well, it's mental, too, right? It's 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 knowing you prepare for the worst, I think, and and if you're just walking on the street and it's some random mugger, this is going to help you too. I think that yeah, as absolutely. woman, as a woman, we are raised to expect somebody to attack us at some point, which I, is I think it's hidden. I think it's in society. It's I'm sure, definitely one of those undertones that we. Uh, it's a it's a shame, but uh, it makes sense that. Do, do you do you think that like in the like in the deep recesses of your mind that. Not even, not even deep, deep recesses. No. no. When I'm walking, are you shitting me at the I'm, forefront? Absolutely. Now I feel like a, now I feel horrible because I'm a male. Have you seen my keys oh, that nice. I walk with? Nice coupon. Do you want to see it? Yeah, no, I, I sell them. <laughs> I train. Them. Oh, I have I have Coupon seminars. Just she also she also has the discount for price choppers on there too. <laughs> I noticed, but that. no, that's the that's the idea. It's like I might be walking down the street and I'm going to my car yep. and. How Somebody do you use that with all those flinging around? They help. They, they help. That's the yeah. that's the idea. Seriously, this Scratch, is the idea. The yeah, and before you do your jabs or your your hand techniques, if you want to, if you get to that point, even or, hopefully or, I poke them in a or hammer whatever. fist with the dull end with, right. with the non key. That end. works also because yeah. all they see is a key and a bag in one hand. So if they go for my bag, I can cross over and I can get them and drop the microphone. And like that right. good stuff from her you've got, but I think about this when I'm in a parking lot that's dark I look under my car before I put my leg there in case they're going to slash my ankle mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen right but as a woman this is how we're raised to think I was never I was I never, never look under my car why did you look in your back seat before no. you get in what yeah. if there's somebody there with a knife they're not supposed to be there <laughs> precisely oh, there that, no, that's, yep. that's that's in a nutshell yeah they're not supposed to be there well guess what yeah if somebody's oh. out to hurt you steal your car rape you kill you kidnap you hold you for ransom you know what maybe i'm just a cynic and i'm like i i I really can't worry about things i can't do anything about but you can do something about it you can yeah (laughs) yeah but that but but my the whole uh, all right so let i 
I need to, I need to wrap my head around this let's this take whole. Take it back a little yeah. bit. Yeah, let's. So sure. Am I interrupting you? No. You just you just you bought the ticket. You're taking the ride. Yeah. Okay. Um. I, I, I explain to me like in your words how bad of a problem this is. Like how bad of a problem, and it's not just self defense. It's like being at home, and it, and, it, and it's not and it's not heterosexual relationships. Right. It's the LGBT community. It's oh, the absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and 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 I don't think people know. Like, the Women's Resource Center around here is a great Resource. place. But yeah. but the thing is, is like even 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 you know, I can say be, this even being aware, I'm independent. But the state doesn't have a budget, and they're hurting for funds. So if anybody sure. is interested, they they do accept donations it, at but the, WCNEPA.org. Or if you want to support specifically the teen program, go to teenwrc.org. Right. The, yeah. the, thing, the thing about getting those, the, statist- the statistics that they conveyed to an audience that I was lucky to be in uh-huh. blew my mind. Because I, because I, I don't, I don't think the majority of people just think that this shit happens. I think they think it happens, but it's like, oh, a shooting star. They think it happens. Well, to I think it's else. really very. They yeah. think it's rare until. It and happens. I think someone else. Yeah, go ahead. I go think ahead. we have this conception too, or society does, of domestic violence that is like just fighting, just like verbal arguments. And while that's still really bad, and you have that emotional and mental manipulation, like the physical and the sexual stuff is is like really prominent as well. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's really like all encompassing. Absolutely. It really, yeah. and, and, and you were asking about like, how bad is it? I mean, the longer in, in, in your experience, like if you could explain it to a layman, i.e. me. Right. Okay. <laughs> Sexual assault for the, for the college age woman is, is it's, it's off the charts. It's off the charts. And I don't mean just a rape, but, but I should say just a rape. I mean, all, all aspects. What I mean by that is, um, a, a violent rape is like maybe the most severe, but it's at a dance club, some guy groping or touching inappropriately. All mm-hmm. of it is sexual assault. So, so, or, or cat calling as a woman walks down the street. That's part of this too. Um, it, it's, it's huge. That's just it's a massive lack. So, so what it is, it's a massive lack of respect yeah. and a degradation and it's about yeah. power, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Power. Yeah, sure. Usually it's about Absolutely. power. Mm-hmm. Usually it's about power almost always, but there's other times where it's so like in it, like in it, I, I I don't want to take lightly this subject matter, but it's almost no. like a weird form of b- bullying. But bullying, but, but like I to an incredible from d- the same place. And but I, it's just it's just like bullying on steroids. I but I think the the point of taking the extra precautionary step of going into a self defense studio like yours mm-hmm. and saying, I know that these dangers are out in the world. Let me know what they are so I can be more prepared. That's now an, an unfortunately probably necessary step for most Absolutely. people Absolutely. in I, I, society. I really like the way you worded that. Yes. Because that's something we, we do um, myself and the other girls at the studio. We don't just teach the technique that that's that you can learn that at any martial arts school we do predator profiles and not an individual what we mean is like is it like how to spot the asshole yeah yeah okay. sure sure it's how to spot the asshole is, is a big, the where's waldo of jerks oh, oh, uh, yeah. yeah complete yeah, yeah misogynistic asshole right exactly there's yeah with the where's waldo of jerks yeah and because there's i mean 
hey, that's a good ad campaign for like a poster or something like that. No, you just no, you just get it. No, you get no, you get like a whole like it's like a sea of people, and you say which one is the abuser, and right, and you don't even. But but you're welcome. That was free. That's but no one's wearing the striped shirt, right? No, no one. Everyone just looks like yeah. It's like it's like the shot down the street in New York City. It's like which. Which you know, one? Yeah, yeah. Who hits their Who hits their spouse? Absolutely. You know. Yeah, there was a great article in in it was Black Belt Magazine actually, and it was um all the different that they had they had um, it was for um child predators, and mm-hmm. they had black and white photos of all the child predators, and with just the you know the the black bar across their eyes, and it was every walk of life socioeconomic race, bracket socio yeah absolutely <clears throat> look at that to catch a predator show. Um, Chris Hansen, is it? I know, but we turned it yeah. into we turned it into a satire. Well, it, it, I think it had it, it had good intentions. It went on too long, um, and then there's so many like hidden camera shows. What would you do? Kind of stuff that popped up because of it. But my point about that show is, look at some of the people he caught. There was like priests, ab- rabbis, priests, rabbis, people in the Homeland Security Department, people like people in trusted positions, trust coaches, uh, clergy, of yeah. authority. Yeah, sure. But- so. It's all part of it. Right. And I think we should specifically talk about children for a little bit because that's also that's a, a that's a high risk segment. I, I just did some stuff with the Children's Advocacy Center and, and and just some of the statistics from there are like they just they make you want to leave the planet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it, they do. But teaching a child to be self-aware and, and I think the, the word that we hit on earlier, empowering them to actually recognize that they're not in a safe situation and do something about it, whether that's to yell, get an adult or physically defend themselves, if God forbid need be, right. is extremely important. And Can I play devil's advocate on that a lot? Sure. The, I, I didn't I didn't finish the, the video hasn't been released yet. But a lot of the things that they talk about is like, you know, when it comes to child victims, especially, you know, a lot of them are like, but I love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Th- I shouldn't say anything, you know, because there's there's these veiled threats. And then there's, you know, if you say this, like daddy's going to go to jail. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like as a six or a seven or an eight year old mm-hmm. kid, I mean, I mean, that place takes in kids that are six months old. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's such and, and I don't know. I don't even know how to talk about it because it's just so freaking heartbreaking. It, it, it is heartbreaking. I it think is. the younger the child, the 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 more difficult it is to prepare them because they have no other experiences. I right. think someone who has who was lucky enough to never have an experience and then is in college, and then they're well aware right. that this is wrong. Their gut reaction, their internal defense systems is is right on target. Someone who's at a young young age, toddler to you know two years old three years old is that's disgusting and tragic and heartbreaking sure right mm-hmm. there's no to put a nice spin on this though yes. I, I can't put a nice spin on this okay please the amazing thing about hardened criminals even they don't like them <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean I so so, yeah. so like the guy who murders 400 people even he has a moral barometer against child which, predators child predators yeah sure yeah which is the thing where to, and when they're incarcerated yeah they, yeah you have no they have to go into solitary they're never going to survive because yeah. mm-hmm. a guy a guy who has 20 years has no problem taking a life sentence for getting rid of a child predator right but in fort- yes exactly life, yeah yeah multiple life sentences he, yeah he, i feel i feel good about what i just did well yeah well, the more proactive way to go about it <laughs> yes. is to per- to not get them to the point because if right. they're if they grow up with that violence in their life they're going to be primed to either accept more of that violence because or they po- think it's normal possibly right? perpetuate or perpetuate correct. yes yes so uh, getting to the adults in their life at the point where they they might be able to change and do something about it because unfortunately a lot of these children that are growing up in these awful situations have parents who are 
perpetuating this very situation themselves. And if they can break that cycle and if any of us can help them break that cycle by reaching out and saying, I recognize that this is going on. Let's let's do something. Absolutely. Anything. So so what are so what are the what are the ranges of of uh, do you have clients students how do you uh, yeah, how do you yeah. how do you students, students? clients both yeah. so I mean you get you get what teens all the way up to way past adults or okay, so I'll do, I'll give the commercial real quick and then you'll understand how we how we divvy it up we have if we you have, say it right we can use this for the for the radio okay well we have <laughs> we have five systems that we teach there's tsunami self defense. <laughs> Um, essentials and that can be women's only that's the women's empowerment street defense that we have that Megan spoke about earlier and then there's girls on guard okay that's one two is the tsunami self-defense essentials for guys or co-ed there's children's class we call it tsunami kids acronym is kids intuitive defense system so that's what we're talking about using God's gift of intuition helping the children learn how to hone in and recognize when a person or a place gives them a bad feeling and use that gut <laughs> intuition, you know, to help defend themselves or to tell a, a trusted adult. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a, we have actually have a class specifically for uh, senior citizens, you know, oh. yeah, because they're another huge target. Um, you know, it's predators prey on the weak, so young kids, young women, elderly. I mean, like, Two guys in a bar, that's a bar fight, and that's another aspect of what we teach. But if we're talking about predators, I mean, they're looking for it's it's animalistic, you know, like mm-hmm. the lion that takes out the gazelle, the gazelle yeah. is not the one that's the strongest in the herd, but you know, it's the one that's trailing off by himself, that's maybe a little slower, maybe it's whatever. So it 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 is that that predator profile that we're that we're looking at. So we'll we'll we can divvy it up. Megan taught a, a great class for just children on that was back on Martin Luther King Day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or uh, it was at Marywood University through the Friends of the Poor. And um, just a great bunch of little kids. Yeah. You want to just yeah. talk for a second? Yeah. About I it? mean, again, like we, we focus on that class about, again, kind of like the intuition, gut feeling, who you can talk to, helping them identify their trusted adults in their lives. Um, but also talking about like, what to do when you're angry. So rather than, Mm -hmm. you know, taking it out on some kid on the playground, like, you know, doing some coping skills. That's another thing that we teach in our classes. Um, what else? Just all about just Just general, general. Yeah, absolutely. And then we'll go into bullying um, a little bit. We're going to, and certainly at that age, um, stranger danger aspects with, uh, abductions. You know, there was just, I remember, um, Last winter was pretty severe for abductions in this area. Not so much this What? Winter. Yeah, last winter there was a, attempted abductions like crazy in this area. What, what for yeah. warmth? Like why? No, no, what, last, what is, last no, no, I understand that. And, no, I'm, some, and I'm trying to make some, light of it, but that's some insane. Out, yeah, there's, there was kids out trying to earn a couple extra bucks shoveling their neighbor's sidewalks. Mm-hmm. And some guy's like, hey, come on. He goes, I'll let you shovel my walk. But I live, I live too far from here to walk. Jump in and I'll give you a ride to my house. I'll pay you 10 bucks to shovel my walks. The kids are like, all right, great. And then they realize as they're like about to step in the van, they're like, wait, this is weird. And mm-hmm. th- that intu- intuitive, mm-hmm. you know, spidey senses were tingling. And they said, this isn't right. And still, as the van doors open, they're still trying to grab the kids' clothing. As He's trying kids, to pull them in. running away. Yeah. 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 Do you do you, now when you taught that class on Martin Luther King Day, is are you concerned about like um, how, how old were the kids roughly? There were two groups. There was one younger group, maybe like first to like fourth grade and then maybe fifth to eighth. I mean, are, are, are they receptive to everything or, or like when it comes to like stranger danger shit like that, would they become 
just suspect of everyone. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Where right. it's, you know, it's like, yeah, that's kind of as the, soon as I don't know you, you're right. You could be a threat. That's kind of the risk. But, but, but the scary, um, but that's, <laughs> but that, that's that, exactly right. Yeah. But, but yeah, but the scary thing is, is that most, most assaults and stuff that happen to people are people, you know? Yeah. Well, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, you know, you're somewhere up in the 80 percentile. You're going to know your assailant. Right. Then, then have it be the the stranger in the ski mask. That preconceived notion does in fact happen, and that we train for that too. But far more often, I don't care if we're talking children, women only, seniors, whatever. You're gonna most likely know your assailant. If you ever attacked me, Mark, I would level you. I'm not worried about <laughs> me attacking you. I'm, I'm just, worried about you attacking <laughs> the me. The perspective has to be that anybody could. And trust me, anybody. when you beat the, anybody. Yeah, anybody. anybody, when you beat the hell out of me, I'm telling no one. <laughs> I hope it's I filmed. I wouldn't hurt you on purpose. <laughs> what, you want to hurt me on accident? Yeah. Now, how, how do you uh, promote this, but not exactly like get accused of, of say, fear mongering? You know, like, because right. I, th- I think there's a lot of people who want to well, be I never dismi- even went there. Who want to be dismissive completely right. and say, you know what? No, that doesn't happen that much. Women are making this up. Kids are making this up. Whatever. People are doing it for attention. Because wow. every once in a blue moon, you see that where, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's like, oh, you know, they, they, they drew something on their eye or something. Look, uh, see, that means all women do that, you know, like that kind of thing. But it takes one. It's it's like apples. It takes one to spoil the bunch. So, right. so then and, you, and, and you fo- have and to. And we focus on that one, too. And like the media, we, the, the people focus on that one false claim. Absolutely. And they, like the Rolling Stone article comes to mind last year with the, the campus sexual assaults. Right. It was huge, right? Well, that was such a rare case that it happened. Unfortunately, it got in Rolling Stone magazine. Right. You know. Uh, bringing it close to home, I was teaching a class four or five years ago in the Abingtons. I won't say to what group, but it was a, a civic group in the, in the Abington Heights area. The library. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Self-defense with the Dewey Decimal System. Yes. And, um, UHF. So, <laughs> nice. Yes. Nice. So, um, so we're there, Rich, and we're in the Abingtons, and, and I'm, I'm just giving some, some awareness techniques, simple like alert to your surroundings kind of tips that we do. And a woman raises her hand. She goes, excuse me. I go, yes. You know, she goes, where do you think we live? And I was like, America, yeah. Earth, like right. <laughs> and yeah. Milky Way. And I don't know if she was trying, if, if she felt I was scaring some of the kids because um, there were moms and daughters in this group or if she just was that oblivious. But but I was kind of like we there's I know there are people in this room who have had something happen to them and. She just was, re- it caught me off guard at how ignorant or oblivious she was. You know, it's, it's really, I mean, but God but, bless but, her for not having yeah. that I mean, perspective. Yeah, sure. You know, but that's, that's kind of the scary thing too. And then like, of course, I don't know if, you know, this woman had kids there or anything, but if she's passing that on, oh, the world's a safe place. We want right. to think that it is, but you have to be prepared that like, we want to be the peaceful, tranquil waters of the <laughs> right. ocean until we need to rise up and be the tsunami wave. Right. You know, and and we teach both. You know, if you if you put out positive vibes in the world, hopefully you're gonna that's what you're gonna get most of the time. I really truly believe that. I really do. Um, but at a moment's notice, walking down the sidewalk in New York City a month ago, the the slashing, the slasher guy, oh, yeah, the slasher, the face mm-hmm. slasher in New York City. That's no idea. Like he has no reason he he obviously has some sort of like sick gratification about for doing that but there was no rhyme or reason to it except on the few videos that are caught on camera 
this is just my opinion and my opinion alone. The people he was targeting from a from a soft target, hard target, predator, prey standpoint. If you see the few videos that they did catch on camera, he selected women who had hoods up, mm-hmm. earbuds in, hands in pockets, walking, you know. So he was he was at the least, unsuspecting. The so unsuspecting. people who weren't paying attention. The people, yeah, right. he was looking at at least he targeted that, you know, that that type of profile. You know, race had nothing to do with it. It was women who were unsuspecting. And honestly, when I was I was a student in New York City mm-hmm. and I would always have my hat. My, my earbuds in wouldn't oh. necessarily be listening to music, but okay. at the time I was. Practicing. Were you listening to the NEPA scene podcast? We didn't exist yet, yet because oh, okay. I was still in New York. All right. But I was taking six or seven hours of jujitsu classes a week <laughs> right. before I would go to, on the subway to school and walk around uh, the village which right. where I went to school. Uh, okay. I mean, it's a relatively safe place, mm-hmm. but you never know. No, you, you don't know. You don't know. You, that, you, that stuff happens here. Remember that? Remember that guy who was he was a serial rapist around here. It was like seventeen year old kid. Yeah. Yes. He. he but he was. And, but he. It was brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. And and what's weird about that that kid was he within a two week time frame he raped a woman at High Park Street in West Scranton. You know, not far from like the Keystone Diner as, as a yeah. land, landmark reference sure. point. And then like within within a week or so he had an attempted attack of a University of Scranton girl who was. 18 or 19 years old and the woman in west granton in high park was i think in her 60s mm. you know was it, was so age had nothing to do with it what she looked like had nothing to do with it it was just opportunistic woman walking alone boom what what do you what do you think is the the site the psychology of you know predatorial people like that like what like I'm gonna need you to jump in here for like, a second, like, but, but, but without but, living in fear all the time, like right. what, like what, like. I, I want to say this real quick. Sometimes I'll I'll have someone tell me to my face, but more often or not, someone types something on 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 a, on a on my website or on Facebook or something. Oh, and I know that the, feeling. You know the the keyboard Rich warriors, knows. <laughs> the keyboard warriors, right? Yeah. Because I'll get some martial art guy saying this this technique doesn't work, whatever, and that I deal with that. But then I'll get people say you shouldn't teach women self defense. You should teach men not to rape. Well, and and that they go hand in hand. That that kind of like well, first of all, we do. Well, how do you teach a psycho not to be a psycho? That's just it. That's just it. I think over time, I am an optimistic, positive vibe kind of guy. I think we can change the culture of of rape and victim blaming in this country for the college horny drunk party guys. There's hormones happening. I think we could do that. There's hormones going on there. I think, but there's there's other there's there's that type of rape, the drunken party animal, college horny guy. But then there's the rapist who who literally can't get, couldn't even get aroused, could not even get any gratification if the woman doesn't remind him of, you know, uh, his yeah, childhood that, nanny or yeah, but a, a that's babysitter. Like, that's like serial killer territory. Absolutely. They're self-actualized. We we, <laughs> we go through the Maslow. <laughs> what we, is it? We, we actually, personalities. <laughs> no, yeah. we actually go through like, like the hierarchy of mm-hmm. needs and we use like Maslow and stuff in our teachings. What's Maslow? Just so I don't sound stupid. Is it <laughs> even though I already am. Constructed uh, the hierarchy of needs, like your base needs of food and water. Water is the first level of understanding, and then you right. can, I, you can get to explain this better than I can. <laughs> yeah, you're the pro. All, all I'm saying is that we use that as as an idea of like that type of of there's there's resource predators and there's process predators. Just just, just to uh, simplify it, resource predator is wants something your your purse, your wallet, your money, your jewelry. Um, process predator is the serial killer 
the the person who wants to get gratification about a knife going into flesh i know it's gross stuff i know it's harsh or or the or the serial rapist like that's the kind of person there, there's that as well all the classes on consent and respect will do no good at all for that type of, of rapist and that's i think what robert said too like this culture is that's like almost the most dangerous thing we think it's like these psycho people these like rare minority people but it's you know and there are like those people do exist these like serial rapists and stuff but like this culture Mm-hmm. I don't know, like that's what's so much more dangerous, mm-hmm. and that's what's that's what's so much more prevalent. Now, when you well. say culture, what do you mean? Like, well, like I was saying before, like with gender socialization, and like you know, men are supposed to be so powerful and stuff like that. But also, when you're looking at the media and you're looking at ads and you're looking at movies, and it's you know these relationships relationships that are like dominant. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I don't know. I'll give you an example. I was I was a guest at a person's house once, huge dinner table party, and um, there were families there at the and you party. fought a turkey and i, I beat his, <laughs> knocked the stuffing right out of it no, we, we, watch um, out for the talons <laughs> there was four pounds of brisket served <laughs> four pounds of brisket we ate it all in one sitting i can't that's, it was that's so gluttonous that's was, so gluttonous there were onions and potatoes they were sweet onions <laughs> Yes. And, no. carrots. and carrots. Carrots. Don't forget the carrots. Some sort of flavor packet. Yeah. <laughs> Nuts. Yeah. So, From Hillsbury Farm. <laughs> so anyway. Um, so you're at this dinner. A, a, a dad says to his, her, his son at mm-hmm. the dinner for everyone to hear, um, kind of like elbows on the table, meat and potatoes kind of guy. You know, he drives a truck and he said, he's like, if you ever get somebody pregnant. Um, no, wait. How did he phrase it? He was basically, in a nutshell, he was saying, um, if, if you get someone pregnant, just walk away. I don't have to deal with it. If my daughter gets pregnant, she's screwed. He was like rewarding the son. Go out there and impregnate. Go go will. crazy. Yeah. Have fun, son, because yeah. a man can do that. So there's, there's, there's so many. That's exactly many... it. Yeah, those differences. There's the... a double standard. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But and how? It's... But how? How did that happen? And how do we fix it? That's that's a bigger issue. Yeah, but that's been but happening self, since the dawn of civilization. But self defense yeah. is part of it. The, the, I mean, the 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 caveman dragging the woman back to the cave by her hair on the ground. I mean, it's it's literally since since then. So right. there's but, there's things we can do as reality based self defense instructors to help the problem along. You know, we have classes for young young kids you know it's easier to raise raise kids than fix adults right easier, easier to fa- raise better children than, than fix broken adults so we're going in at boy scouts and girl scouts we're going into youth groups we're going into teams i think and and when you get especially teams you get heard what do you mean, what do you mean teams like uh, sports teams yeah, sports teams sports okay. teams whatever there's tribalism there mm-hmm. there's there's yeah. group think so if we can go into those groups and talk about consent and respect for women and mutual, as Megan said earlier, healthy, good lines of communication. We can fix certain types of problems. It will get better. The sexual assaults on in that way will slowly, gradually diminish. Do, do, I, if if you go into a team, <laughs> if if you go into a team environment, uh-huh. like a sports team or whatever, sure, are they like, oh, this guy? Sometimes. So but how do you break the barrier they, of that? That's how they start. Mm. Yeah. Um, we 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 have a pretty good success rate of of going in there and just you know we never. I break. mean, do you? I mean, do you have to like crush them with truth? Uh, sometimes, sometimes we do. We we use, we use some humor, crush them with truth. Um, never preach. 
I've never told a person, especially an underage college kid, not to drink. You know, they get those kinds mm-hmm. of programs and it's so lame. They instantly tune out. Yeah. We're like, listen, if you're going to drink, here's what you should do. You know, and we, we talk about safe partying. I'm going to be on Keystone College campus tomorrow talking about spring break and safe party dangers. Um, so anti-date rape drugs, things like that. I mean, date rape drugs are huge right now. Um, I got roofied once. Did you really? Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Many- I'm not try- I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to make fun of it. I mean, I had like. That's why I asked you. I asked like a vodka, half a vodka cranberry and then the, everything else was Lights just. Woo. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. The Joe Bluth. Forget. Yeah. Me but now. now I'm like, I'm like, who's who would ever want to do that to me? Well, maybe they got the wrong drink. It's entirely. I was a big. I you would drink everything. I was a Hoover of alcohol. Drinking fucking cranberry. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, but I mean, I mean, that's real prevalent. That the yeah. it, the it date is. rape drug. It is. It's well. First of all, let me say this: alcohol by itself is a is, problem. Is no is the largest date rape drug. Just alcohol. Forget alcohol. it. For, for, forget yeah. putting any pharmaceuticals in it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the biggest date rape drug that we have is just a alcoholic beverage, a legal, legally consumed alcoholic beverage. It does lower in the inhibitions. It does make you get cloudy, and you know. So sure, that that alone is the biggest date rape drug out there. It's it, it's interesting to me. I I see this on the internet a lot, and uh, it's it's come up again recently um, with with the, the the whole issue of consent. Um, just, just, uh, just the other day, uh, uh, somebody started this campaign with, uh, animated genitals, essentially like mm-hmm. an animated what? penis, animated so, vagina, yeah. things like that. And they kind of uh, demonstrate through these cartoons, uh, you know, what, what consent is and, and what it's not and things like that. And it's a great way to, to, because people talk about it. Of yes. course, people share that because, oh, look at the goofy cartoons. They think it's funny. Yeah, it's a little bit of shock, whatever. Bit of humor. Exactly. But then eventually maybe they get the point, you know, but it's so interesting i mean you, you, uh, just like any other internet comment thread you you know kind of dive in and you you you, you get lost in the stupidity and the ignorance and there's so much the, the, the fact that there's a debate about what consent is or isn't is really oh, like yeah, crazy scary, to me you know scary, like it's it's, really it's insane uh when, when you see like some of the excuses these people make and then you look at it and you think well then that person's definitely going to go out in the real world and do that like if they if they're making excuses on the internet in public with their real name right there saying oh well yeah but i mean if if she had too many drinks well then obviously she had it coming you know that kind of thing you're like nobody has oh, it coming oh my god exactly. like you're the kind of person who would go and do this if but you, that's the other it's thing like is if you got hit in the head with a baseball and you were unconscious you were asking for it right right <laughs> it doesn't it, make any sense it, right? it's it's it's, it, it's yeah. amazing but well, it, you know, it, it does cuz rich isn't very sports enthusiastic yeah yeah no but rich you're right on target like that's the that's the person who's going to perpetuate and go and and you have to be more scared of them than i think the person who you know uh like we were talking about before these minority uh uh psychopaths you know like the one in every so many that are just completely nuts that are just going to do crazy stuff you have your average person who is just saying well yeah but when i did it it wasn't that it wasn't rape you know like what i did to that person that you know they kind of self-excuse you know they 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 make it up they oh well you know in this situation it's not that's not what that is. Well, this is where pushing the pushing the conversation further makes people more self-aware that they maybe I made a mistake in my past, but it wasn't a mistake when I did it. Maybe now that I'm recognizing this, maybe I should teach my kids think about this before you do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, sure. That's that's yeah. Social discourse is 
absolutely Good necessary point. for, for absolutely. this to go away. And absolutely. it's going to, it will change, but it's going to be generations. It'll be decades of, of, of these like, conversations. It's, it's, like, it's just can't Well, it's like overnight. Oprah. It's like, it's like Oprah goes, racism will die when all the race, races die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's yeah. you know maybe maybe culturally and societally we we think that there's like this quick answer to yeah, make we, it stop and well, it's we not. We want the magic bullet for lots of things. Don't we want the quick answer for for yeah. many problems? Oh, everything. It's just yeah. not there. It's mm-hmm. just not there. I mean I don't want to go off topic, but you know, like this is all we do, Rob. Just well, go. Yeah. <laughs> no, Western medicine. It's it's most for the most part treating the symptoms, not the cure. And that's that's the, the, well, that's the like here. As Chris Rock says there's no money in the cure. There's no money in the cure. <laughs> yes. I love Chris Rock. He's yeah. the best. But I'll tell you a quick story uh, going on what we were talking about. We were teaching a class uh, at Lock Haven University and great group of uh, we go uh, once a year to a, a sorority at Lock Haven sororities do what they do they do great programming they do awesome help with lots of great charities but they also party and we talk about their party life um and and the moment we we got them the moment they were on board was i said who raise your hand if you've been a sister for more than a year like i don't want to talk to the new sisters i want to talk to all the sisters in the sorority who have been around a couple years many 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 hands in the room went up i said Remember alumni weekend? And they're like, yeah. I said, you know, the guy who you thought was a great guy, who was a current friend of yours in class and in college and student with, I said, when did he turn into a dick? Like when the older alumni guys came around and they're like, oh yeah. Like, yeah. So to, to fit in for the older alums approval, these you know now sophomore junior brothers at this, in this fraternity, and I'm not picking on Greek life. It happens on, independent parties too they're just a microcosm yeah it it happens everywhere um but yeah sure they wanted to impress you know go along with you know whatever do do horrible things join in on these these i mean is it the mob mentality or is yeah, it it's tribalism? It is. It's yeah. group think. It's my yeah. mentality. Yeah. And it's also you don't want to like for some people, they don't want to put themselves out there to like challenge this person. So it's it's not only scary, like the person commenting, but it's that no one, you know, if no one challenges them, then nothing changes. Right. Sure. So it's peer pressure. It's 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 childhood peer pressure. Yeah. As an adult. As an adult. With teenagers yeah. and raging hormones. Well, with raging hormones and yeah, yeah, it, nineteen to you know, twenty three year olds and see, but I I, I don't understand. oh sorry, Rich, you can say no, something. Go ahead. I, I it's one of those it's like this topic is one of those things where it's like it's really hard like in some cases you feel like the republican who's like i hate gays and then they find out they have the gay kid the gay kid yeah and they're like well i don't hate all gays Yeah, not all gays (laughs) you know i really look yeah literally is dick cheney yeah (laughs) his daughter's a lesbian like you literally know like at that table when she came out he was like god damn it yes i'm for gay marriage (laughs) i can't seem like the emperor too much i have to (laughs) exactly you know i you know i'm not vader's boss right i mean he was but right but i mean i think like you know for a lot of us like i i personally know um a, a woman who was just for years a victim of her husband okay and it took her that many years i'm actually trying to get her to come on the podcast and talk about it mm-hmm. but it took her maybe a decade and a couple of kids yeah. yeah to finally have the courage to be like i'm i don't have to live my life like this, like this yeah. and 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 you know it frightens me because i, I I don't know how you can love something or something can love you back that hurts you. Well, 
Yeah, that's a huge you know what I mean. That's, that's and I and I just saw you make a look to hers. Yeah. probably because you have some insight or, or an opinion on this. Well, I, I intern at Victims Intervention Program in Honesdale. So it's another like women's resource center. Oh, that's so far away. It, <laughs> we work with, we work with people who've experienced domestic violence, sexual assault. What we kind of educate our clients about who, you know, maybe some of them who are trying to leave and they're finding it so difficult. Two things. One, leaving is the most dangerous time for a woman who is in an abusive relationship. The second thing is on average, it takes seven times until they can successfully leave. Now so they those, have to, they have to try to leave seven try, times. Right. Well, on average, that's on average, the, the average is, yeah, the, the successful time is, is average the seventh. Right. And it that's, takes, that's going like the one woman got out on the first try and the other one took 14. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, more than once is too many. Right. So, unfortunately, and, but, but a lot of these women, a lot of these, and it's not just women, it's, it's, it's yeah. it could be, it could be anything, it's, yeah. mm-hmm. but I mean, you know, it's the, um, um, I'll speak in the case of a heterosexual relationship with a man right. who's, who's, who's abusive. Uh-huh. I mean, they would do everything so far as to like, not let the woman touch the finances or That's drive totally. financial, so, financial abuse. So when they, le- when they leave, they're like, what do you, right. or you know, how are you going to leave? You know how to write a check? And be- what are you going to do? I bet you she doesn't have a driver's license. Or you know, or a car, of but it's but it's always it's always it's always like I need to handcuff, sure, so I can so I can stay. In, it's about maintaining I'll control, string right. along in a little bit, right? You know, and abuse isn't always physical, and not always. And physical. No, sometimes I think you know I've I've talked I've talked to so many people who are like you know what it would just be easier if you just hit me. Yeah. Part yeah, part of the reason why it takes so many lot. times to to get out is because it takes an immense amount of planning, mm-hmm. and it's hard to. I mean, do, seriously, a, it's like it's like going to get Bin Laden just to get out of an abusive get, relationship. We, one in the in the teen class we give, and which also sometimes spills over to the you know the women's only stuff. We have a like forty. 40 things it's it's numbered one through 40 of warning signs of a potentially abusive relationship and we say you know if there's if there's three or so don't get don't get crazy you know if you see three or four of these don't no red flags yet more than that we'll start to worry and then at the bottom of it said the last thing on the, on our handout that we give to students says notice of the 40 only two indicate physical violence mm-hmm. you know oh really so there's 38 that don't even involve physical violence at all yeah, so it's a big problem. Do you do you do, are, now? How now? How many years have you been doing this? I'm certified girls on guard instructor eight years now. Um, how many years since that class? Eight and a half. I'll tell you what. I didn't teach. I got well. No, that's not true. Ten. Ten. I did a year of like n- almost nothing. I mean, what, I mean, yeah. was that one of those life moments where you're like, I just kind of wanted to crawl under a rock and yeah, I was like, what the hell makes you question your traditional art? It makes you question, you know, everything. But then it, but then it helps you find help me a find stronger it. purpose. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, now, have you seen a rise in, in teen abuse? A, a 100. Yes, Absolutely. I mean, unequivocally, you have no doubt. No in doubt. That. No in, doubt. In, in the last ten years, you've seen that rise. In the last eight years, we we've we've gone from uh, teaching tsunami self defense for women and girls on guard. Almost every year and a half or so, the age we start students at yeah. gets younger and younger. Yep. Wow. Now, I, I didn't. I didn't let a. I, I didn't teach tsunami self defense for women. Um, to anyone like under 18 at first it was a women's class and then we started bracketing it down girls on guard it was like well if you're 16 then it's like well if you're 14 yep. because we're seeing so many th- i mean is is there something that you can attribute that to you know i 
everything. It's probably hard to say. It's yeah. Grand Theft Auto's fault. They, you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, everything. Everything. I mean, is it one of those? It's everything and nothing. It's everything. It's, it's all of it. It's it's the culture. It's the. I mean, look at the acts of violence. I mean, you grew up watching that. We grew up watching the A Team. Their bullets hit nothing. Yeah, but and then I just watched. <laughs> what did I just watch? Yeah. I just watched Agents of Shield. I saw. I think I saw somebody take two to the head. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Clearly. And it was just like. And it was like <laughs> brain matter shot yeah. out. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. why can't I see a boob? <laughs> why is this okay? Like, why is this violence okay? Right. <laughs> right. On on primetime TV, like that was shit that used to be saved for like I'll, HBO after ten. Yeah, no, totally. And these guys are taking like two in the chest, you know. And the violence, like, are right. we becoming? Yes. Is it be, is yes. it because we're becoming so desensitized yes. that we're like I all think of that it? That is. I, why can you see female nudity and not male nudity as much? Like it's it. There's so, yes, all of it. Well, because men don't want to be made fun of. Ah, <laughs> yes. Gender. We all lie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I Every think, I think that of element yeah. of violence and visceral needing to see something gross and disgusting has always been in human culture, art and and always. literature. Yeah, the macabre. It's Every, always it's, it's always. always been there. But in in terms of of what we are experiencing, uh, it comes from the violence that that is pervasive and the reason why I carry something with me all the time sure. is because it stems from a place of insecurity. Okay, people. People who need to have some sort of uh, self uh, determination, self awareness, in order to feel like they are in power of themselves. When they don't feel power in that norm, in that n- that normal like relationship sort of stage, if they if they feel like they have to overpower the anybody around them, that's when it becomes a little bit more dangerous. So I think by learning to be in power of yourself and control of yourself and and respect yourself enough that you can respect others, then we can start to uh, cut off some of these unnecessary bits of violence. I see mm-hmm. your point. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Well said. But I don't. It was think roundabout. It was yeah, a little no, roundabout. I wasn't but I got sure where you're going thanks there for first. The, thanks for the scenic route, Lauren. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, so Megan, you started out as a student. Yes. Um, Wow, that was what? Like now she's the master. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, literally. Four years ago. <laughs> she can kick my ass. Yeah. Um, I think three or four years ago, I was it was just some class I heard about. So I'm like, okay, I'll go, you know, see what this all see what this is all about. I definitely Wait, was it an elective that you had to do? No, or, okay. I, I went willingly. <laughs> was it um, something where, you know, you felt like you needed to 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 take these classes to feel safer or Yeah. I mean, I there were people even at that time in my life that I knew who had been like violently attacked. And so it was something that was already on my mind. Um, I'm also a social worker. So it's kind of, that's kind of, you know, just with this profession, I'm thinking like, okay, you know, self-defense stuff really didn't know what I was getting into at all. Um, right. I remember right from the start, that very first class we're doing self-defense techniques against, you know, you are lying on your back and, like rape is imminent and you need to move. And that was like, wow, that was, I was sold. I was like, this is real, real stuff that we're doing in these classes. Um, we, I mean, just, I, we learned class, we learned moves where you're pinned, you're trapped. And like, what's what we always teach in these classes is that you might not be able to move the assailant. You might not be able to move this bigger, stronger aggressor, but you can move yourself with this system um, to get out of these situations. But yeah, I mean, I I came up to him afterwards. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I need to do more. Um, they were I we I actually brought him back to Marywood to teach another class. 
And then from there, I was steadily tr- involved. Tr- truth be told, tr- as going back to our first class, yeah. you had to leave a few minutes early. I did. And she came up to me. She's like, this was awesome. I, I want to do more. And she had a couple questions. And I had to like ask her, because I don't know anybody's name. And I, <laughs> you know, I had to ask some of her fellow students. I'm like, there was a girl who left. Uh, like, Do you know who she is? Can you get her my, my here's my card. And, yep. you know, now she's like one of my top, top instructors. Yeah, it's, it's really great how that happens. I don't, there was one girl ever, Shante, um, who I have to give credit to. I hope she can hear this. Um, she, I knew her from like at the gym, um, saw her kicking a heavy bag and just beating the living hell out of the thing. She's this tiny little thing and she just, you know, just, she's a great fighter and she's an awesome martial artist. And um, she's the only person I ever approached without having her be a student first. Everyone else who teaches with me is a student first. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's something special too. We have a, we have a bond, you know, and that helps us teach others, you know? So how many, how many do you have with you? It ranges on the class size. Um, but I never do a female class without a female assistant, like a female student. I, I never teach a female, a group of females, a group of women or girls without at least one other female assistant. I teach co-ed classes by myself sometimes. And certainly guys only classes and for the record i just want to say again even in the guys only classes we talk about consent and respect and even if the class is about bar fighting i mean i taught a class one time just to bouncers and we use some more passive restraints for nightclub nightclub and bar bouncers right Um, so like instead of kicking the guy down the stairs maybe you can do this maybe we can do this right because we don't need to hurt a patron right because now you're a criminal when you bust some drunk patrons right right? Right. like there's a lot of bouncers who are just who are just neanderthals and they don't know what they're doing and and they're just big strong guys (laughs) with anger issues with staff written on their back you know there's some (laughs) there's some great bouncers as well i'm not cutting on bouncers um but there's there's an art to to good bouncing there's an art to good nightclub management there's you know, it's part of it. So did so did you kind of lean more towards uh, as many as many avenues as I can go down to to be to teach you know defense or you know not as vi- not as violent ways of dealing with problems? Yeah, absolutely. So the night I spoke of earlier that like the night that changed my life and it went to it your was, epiphanal moment. It was, epiphanal moment. It was clearly that was about instructing women how to stay safe how to reduce the odds of a completed sexual assault how to reduce the odds of a completed abduction that that's what it's about that's what was first then i started getting i I travel all over the country to train with the top elite guys in reality-based self-defense and combatives so if i start name dropping you won't know who they are unless you're into that scene but you might (laughs) i'll be like i'll be like braggart (laughs) you may you may know some of them you know we'll have a conversation after. okay we'll have a little conversation after but trust me the people i train with who i who i continually research under and and train with are are the best of the best available in the country right now and so now we're adding those classes this late spring through the summer we're doing more our series of defense against weapons. We'll have a clinic of just defense against blunt weapons, just defense against <laughs> knife or, or edged weapons, a, 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 a gun class. And then for gun owners, we teach weapon retention. I mean, what's the good of owning a gun without knowing how to hold on to it in a scuffle? You know, so we teach all that stuff. We're adding close quarter combat classes. Um, you get trapped in an elevator with someone in a stairwell um, in a vehicle, in a car, we teach close quarter combat classes. So there's there's a huge, huge ar- array of classes that we teach. Mm-hmm. Um, we focus a lot on the sexual assault stuff because that is the most prevalent. That's that's you know, but no, our our classes are are diverse. 
and and expanding. And where do you teach? Well, our main um, little studio we have is in Taylor. But as we mentioned throughout, wait, this, where? Um, my family has. I a live bu- right by St. Anne Street. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, we're not far at all. Okay. So my family has a business in town. We have a local funeral home, Jacob Davis Funeral Home on, on Main Avenue in Taylor. And we have a lot. I know. I'm a funeral, I'm a funeral director as well. I'm more tired. I'm more tired. Well, you. Yeah. yeah. This, I, there's eight jokes in my head right now. I know. That- I know. You have. <laughs> Keep I will. Wraps. I will. I will. I will Keep maintain composure. Yes. Yes. I'm a funeral director, licensed mortician. Um, so we have we have a huge equipment garage um, in the back where all the, the hearse and the limousine and everything. Wait, wait, give me a landmark on Main Avenue Taylor. Where whereabouts by? Do you know where like the Riverside football field is and the library and everything? Yeah. Okay, we're we're one full block before that coming from Scranton. Is that is that the the Turnpike Bridge is right there? We're well before that. You're you're on the old Ford side. You're past Davis Street. Yes. Before da- past Davis Street, but before the Turnpike Bridge. Oh no shit. Yeah. So you're after the gas station on the left. That's kind of mm-hmm. on my way home. The oh. next the next block is my family funeral home. It's on the right, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Big I know exactly columns. where that is. I yeah. think I was there two weeks ago. Maybe. And you're still alive? No. My condolences. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing there two weeks ago? She was paying her respects. Oh. <laughs> you remember. So. Um, I, I'm sorry. I didn't. In. In the we teach. I have a studio. Wait, is it in the, so it's in the back. Yeah, we have a huge equipment. We have a like a grove, like a nice setting for people just to park benches and just a sitting area around our parking lot. And then in the we have a huge equipment garage in the back. And I you can't tell from the outside. Mm-hmm. So you basically have like this zen. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a great setup. Yeah. And you can walk to the football game. <laughs> sure, absolutely. You know. So do you, you know do you go to you know schools? What, you know the, the the you know not that I'm comparing myself to these people at all, but you know the Gracies. What do you mean these people? The Gracies and Bruce Lee all started teaching in their garage too. Mm-hmm. It's it's a we have a great. My company started in a garage. Yeah, we have a great studio set up. Mac started in a garage. <laughs> yeah, so I, I rather I, I'm the Steve Jobs of my generation. You are. No, I am. Are. People are talking about that. All the, I know it's so weird, right? Yeah. I'm a self perpetuating liar. So. Do you like? Do you go to high schools and stuff? Like, how do they get in touch with you to to say high schools? Oh gosh, it's like Fort Knox. <laughs> it really high is. schools are the worst to get into, and 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 needed the most. Yes. Oh, I don't know what it is. People are afraid. They don't want us to say the word rape. They don't want us to say that there's actually dangers out there in the world. I remember being in high school and stuff like that happened. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. It does. Um, primarily, they have the guy coming in to show me what heroin and LSD is, but they won't. They won't. They won't talk about sexual assault. They won't talk about any any assault. Yeah, it's that's it's a social stigma. The yeah. less, the more we get over that, the easier it's going to be to actually get past a lot of these issues. I think so. I think so. We should all. Do you think that's like the Puritan? You know what I mean? Partially, I think. I Could think be. there's I think insurance. So, there's funding. It's so. It's so prevalent, I think. Wouldn't this prevent your insurance premiums from going up? Mm. Actually, there's a case for some of that in in some aspects. It's it's hard because especially in schools, it's yeah. you can't you can't necessarily use some of these words without making somebody already upset. Upset yeah. because it is so prevalent. That's that's great, but what happens when, when there's someone again? who's upset that mm-hmm. becomes an adult and they can't avoid it anymore? That, right. Well, that's that's the you know what I mean. They could shut their ears, they could shut their eyes, and and they could not have any senses to anything going on. But any parent, I'm not a parent. I'm totally speaking as Mark. This. This is my opinion. Yes. But if you keep sheltering your kid from that shit, the horribleness 
of some of the world. Yeah. When they get out, don't you think they're going to find it? And mom, why didn't you tell me about this? You know, let me jump in real quick on that point because you're right. That's why we can't mm-hmm. get into schools. I think yeah. I think that's it the is. main reason why. But our private sessions and and calls and appointments for can you teach my daughter and her seven friends? They're they're talking nothing but that. Mm-hmm. So individually, parents can do that, and we do that. We set up private small group classes all the time. That's the bulk of what we do. Mm-hmm. It's just much easier to 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 for us to visit a college or university than it is a, a, a public school. And at that level, the students are already looking for. They're mature enough to know that they probably need something like that. Absolutely, also. kids in high school don't necessarily know what's good for them. They don't know mm-hmm. what's good for them, but the parents bring them in. Well, I know algebra wasn't good for me, but they taught it to me anyways. You need algebra, Mark. Don't even. I'm just saying. You probably didn't eat calc two, but algebra. You Can need. I tell you something about algebra? Sure. I got a I got a forty two for the year, cumulative. Nice. But then I took geometry the next year, ninety nine point nine. I was much better at geometry. As yep, well. geometry is much better. Yeah. But but so so you yeah. get a lot of. But I mean, does it does it hurt getting your message out that you can't that you you have such resistance? No, I I think I think as we <clears throat> tailor our programs a little bit and tweak them a little bit, I think public schools will be receptive to having us. Um. Uh, they don't they certainly don't want any contact they don't want any hitting no, i mean as megan said the first class day one you're on your you're on mm. your back and there's a perpetrator in, kneeling in between your legs and i mean the rape is imminent you have to move quick that's not happening at the public school level i wouldn't at, even go there right. in your first class was that a weird scenario to be in it definitely i mean that was one of those points where i was like this is a real this is really self-defense like that's but I mean, were, were you a little like timid being like, wait, wait, wait you're going to what? Like somebody's well, going to like. See, and that's why it's good that he has female assistance because it's, you know, so it's, it's another yeah. woman who's like acting. Class one. It wasn't me. Right. Class one, no, 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 I'm, right. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm it was. Just, but I'm it's just still, making it clear. For I was the just audience. I was just assuming. Yeah. <laughs> you pair up. No, I'm making it clear for the audience. It was it was a female only pretend perpetrator. But the it's first still, yeah, class. It's, I mean, it's you can't ignore it in these classes that like the, the real things that we're talking about it's serious stuff and yeah. that's why we do that we, we it's reality-based self-defense so you, you you try to recreate a scenario as best as possible oh, absolutely that's oh, yeah. what we do absolutely oh, yeah. that's what we do we have um we, we'll actually show caught on camera assaults, assaults assaults and abductions and then recreate them as they happen yep. a, a woman's on an atm machine a woman's on her cell phone and We'll, 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 I'll be the perpetrator. I'll come up and I'll, I mean, I put more bruises on her, <laughs> you know, and, and beat each yep. other up. It, but it's, you could beat my ass by looking at me. So <laughs> kudos to you, Megan. <laughs> but it's real. It's it it we is. do. I wear um when we when the student is ready, I put on a huge padded suit and a helmet, and we go all out, full force kicks, full force. So kicks. you don't do like half speed or anything. You're like hit. Oh no, yeah, it's full speed. <laughs> Did we pad you up for the trailer? No, that was just me, buddy. That's why I felt so bad. I, got, I felt horrible. Oh, yeah. I was sore for days after that. That was crazy. We shot a book trailer. I don't know if you... Did you ever see it? Oh, I saw it. That's it. That's oh, Rob. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you made me so jealous. Uh, nice. <laughs> Leah, yeah. Lauren was like, I wanted to be him. And I'm like, but you're not, but we, you're not imposing like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the true story behind that real quick is Tom Borthwick said, could you choreograph a fight scene? I'm like, yeah. I had no idea what we were doing until you got here. Well, then it was like, (laughs) since you're so good at it, could you be the guy? Could you be the the monster? Uh, You know, could you be the the zombie foamer? You know, I thought I wish we had more time with that. Yeah, it would have been much fun. Awesome. Awesome. 
I'm sorry I heard so, you. We did get pads though. They weren't they weren't big. They weren't they, thick they were pads. My, they were my pads. They were yours. <laughs> I put them on the ground. Yeah, it was basically it was basically like the mattress you get from like oh. like uh like God. the nineteen forties hand me down crib. Yeah. <laughs> You know where it's like, where it's like, basically, it's just like folded up napkins, (laughs) and he's like full force, just hitting the ground, and I'm like, God, and it was literally like, boom, and I knew the shot was like it was going to be good. I'm like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine, man. And I'm sure that he walked out of here going, that piece of shit, I'm in so much pain. That night, the adrenaline took the next morning. Oh God. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was, it was like was, you guys went at it. It was fun. Blast. It was a blast. Yeah. Okay, we but should th- do that again. That's that's some of what our classes are like. <laughs> you let me know. We'll when make that the happen again. Ready? I'm saying yes. that for the audience. We yeah. ne- it's gradual steps towards that. But I could show you f- pictures on my phone of Megan hanging upside down <laughs> in, in like from an inverted arm bar, like crazy yep. techniques. Um, but they're all rooted in reality. Nothing. If it if it looks fanciful, if it looks there's no crouching tiger, hidden dragon stuff. It is all real. Well, they fly. It is all real. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> the sequel came out. It's on <laughs> Netflix. It? Okay. Just letting you know. Where can I learn your class schedule and get more information? Uh-huh. You're gonna take this, aren't you? <laughs> Not yes. saying that, but probably. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. We have two websites, both that need some work um in construction but the two websites are <laughs> girlsonguardpa.com okay. i put the pa in there again cuz girls on guard is an international system mm-hmm. so we're the we're the we're the local pa girls on guard but are you the only one in pa not in pa but we're the only one in this entire region the okay. next closest pa certified instructor is philadelphia wow okay yeah i think there's a if if she's recertified there's a Girls on Guard instructor in Binghamton, but in the entire region, Hazleton to Honesdale, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Poconos, it's just us, mm-hmm. and it's an amazing system. And the, the other website, um, yep. tsunamiselfdefense.com. Let me also That's say TSU, T-S-U-N-A-M-I, tsunamiselfdefense.com, and we have pretty cool uh, uh, Instagram accounts going. Yes. So it's at. Wait, are you on Instagram? Yeah. 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 Are you following me? I am. Forget the podcast. Let's all get on. I our am phones. following you. My phone's over there. I didn't want to go off. You guys all have your phones. I'm like, damn it. We okay. silenced them before the thing. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. I no, was, no, no. We just do that in I case you're the- boring. <laughs> <laughs> What's tsunami women? That's, that's one of ours. That's the one of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Boom, so follow my, myself and 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 tsunami underscore oh, I found, women. I found you. Tsunami and then it's tsunami underscore self defense. That's me. That's mm-hmm. my account. And then um, a bunch of the women uh, who who help teach manage tsunami women at tsunami women on instagram follow that one <laughs> i want to f- i have two instagram accounts now so i'm going to follow them oh, both goodness, i just have the one and repost and send stuff out so that's a great way instagram is where we let people know about our our our, our events and our classes and our seminars but here's my last little idea here is <laughs> is we are slowly also trying to make this tsunami way this kind of like a lifestyle reality-based self-defense should be a lifestyle there's subcultures and everything else from musicians to people who are into yoga and surfers well our subculture is reality-based self-defense but with the mindset of you know positive vibes you know being at peace first and always until provoked until there's no until there is no other option you know violence is rarely the answer but there are times when it's the only answer Usually when met by other violence. Usually when met by, yeah, right. exactly. Uh, one of the guys I trained with, his name is Rory Miller. He's a he's from Seattle. Um, I, I travel all over the country to, to 
join his seminars. Um, I flew out to California to train with him for a weekend and, and in, and he has a great quote, like in the midst of the chaos, while the horrible, nasty crap is going down, the only thing that can stop violence at that time is a good person who's equally or more skilled at violence. And that's, that's it in a nutshell. That's what we're, that's what we're talking about here. But not a violent person. No, not a good person with a strong moral compass who who is lives most of 99% of his life at peace. But, you know. That's some Jedi shit right there. That's some Jedi <laughs> shit right there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly <laughs> right, Mark. Or Rich. Why would you insult him like that? <laughs> no, totally, Rich. It is. It It, it, it is that kind of when lifestyle. Did, and when did you find the ways of the Force? <laughs> Were you always Zen? I was in the third moon of Alderaan. Um, no, uh, I can't believe he knew that. <laughs> that was awesome. What? No, no, no. It was just really oh, you have no idea. nerd cool. You have no idea how geeky I am. Um, wait, wait. You could beat the shit out of people and quote Star Wars like, <laughs> not even like the main stuff of Star Wars, but like oh. the anecdotal stuff We're about Star very Wars. very close to a point where we can open up our own Jedi chapter here. I want to soap Kuwait. Let's, let's, let's talk it. about Did this. you see I bought Kylo Ren yesterday? Let's I saw you it. did that, but I, I did. I know the Chicago Jedi's and they're very serious. We if we were going to be serious. Yeah. Isn't about Prince this, with them? Count. You have to do this. <laughs> Count me in. Anyway, I want to say before we get off and onto another topic that yeah. if anybody out there is listening and something in here did strike a chord because a lot of our listeners are here in Lackawanna and Susquehanna County. Oh, I thought you were gonna say here in this room. No. Um <laughs> if if you or someone you know needs this the hotline number for where you can get help resources or talk to anybody is 1-800-257-5765 yes just wanted to throw absolutely. that out no there. i'm glad you did we should have maybe started this with the trigger warning you know yeah. ideas um but absolutely yeah um when megan also victims intervention program does great things and also needs donations for the same reason you spoke it's of very hard the wrc there. they're doing excellent excellent work in every respective community yeah but honestly if we don't support them financially they're not going to have well, maybe we should exactly. stop throwing trillions of dollars at fighter planes and maybe i don't know throw a couple bucks at you know well, tsunami self-defense. Yeah, Unfortunately, Mark, we don't get to vote on where our tax dollars go. <laughs> Isn't that this is that was the whole this impetus. Is, this is why we started this whole do we have a guest next week. Can we just talk yet? about that? Not solid. Not yet. Oh, nothing I yet. have to do the dog thing next week, though. No, you can't be next week. It, unless it's a Tuesday a different or date. Wednesday. We could do a different day. OK, thank you. Let's talk about this. OK, day. OK. <laughs> so do, do, wait, is there anything else that we want to say before you grill these poor people? <laughs> With these amazing questions, grill away. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, 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 did we cover everything we wanted to cover, Megan? You have any events coming up? We. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> wow. That's usually oh, the thing that plug, people forget plug about. The events. <laughs> you know, I kind of. I, yeah. Yes, we so, do. So tomorrow at Keystone, I'm talking. Um, at oh, you're just a fighter. If you want to come up there, and, <laughs> but more importantly, tomorrow is, is Tuesday at Keystone. Tomorrow is Tuesday at Keystone. Yeah, okay, and we're doing um. I'm doing a whole a talk and program on um, dangers of spring break and, and social life party dangers. We're going to discuss at length um, date rape drugs, and then we're going to work through with the audience some some key social scenarios that they could get into that could amp up to violence quickly. But a bigger event that we're having right here in downtown Scranton this Wednesday, March 9th, we're at the AFA Gallery, um, second floor at AFA on Lackawanna Avenue. We're doing a women's only girls on guard class there. 
And so you can't get it done in one night. I was about to put it in my calendar, and he's like, women's only. Women I'm, like, only. I'm like, lock. Your fiance can attend. Um, yeah, let's fix it. She'll probably teach. <laughs> I've actually gotten into it with her. She's Carrie. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Good. She's nice. straight off the boat Russian, man. Awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we can, Well, so that class is just- She's Wolverine. She's Wolverine. Yeah. She's- Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Yes. She'd love that, she's actually. Wolverine. If you called her that, she'd be like, I'm okay. I'm yeah, okay with that. Natasha. She's yeah. yeah. Romanoff. <laughs> so so it's six to eight. Um uh, second floor of the AFA. We're gonna cover um some girls on guard principles so you can, you know, get your feet wet and see what that's about. Girls on guard, the full system is typically taught over like six to eight sessions, and you can complete the system in, in that time frame. So one night workshop in two hours, you'll get a good idea of what it's about. Hmm. And then Megan and I also put together some stuff that's going to be um uh, anti-street harassment we're going to bring up we bring up subtopics all the time and so this month we're going to talk about like catcalling how to handle that how to deal with it some coping skills after it happens um and megan and nicole are going to help teach that class tomorrow and the price is oh it is 15 dollars per person on wednesday on wednesday, on wednesday. the 9th 15 dollars per person and that money also you know it, it helps support what we do and you know, well, help, helps you, helps the the gallery, you know, keep the stores open too. I always tell people when they want me to do free work, I'm like, if you don't pay me, I can't do this again. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, so we can't perpetuate the good vibe yeah. if I <laughs> if I can't keep the lights on. I can't keep the lights on, exactly. <laughs> and there's full details and little short videos about that on girlsongardpa.com. Yes. You ready to cue them? Yes. Um so that's our Look two, at her. that's our two events coming up. <laughs> Look at her determination. I am ready. Okay, so you know, Megan, do you know the deal? Are you ready? I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Respond with the first thing that comes to your mind. Don't think about it. As fast as possible. Mm -hmm. Fast as possible. Are these for Megan? They're for both of you. you. And we both just shout out answers? Well, whoever. Yeah, the more chaotic, the better. Okay. Good with the chaos. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm good. What comes to your mind when I say cabbage? Disgusting. <laughs> totally with you. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to answer too, even yeah. though she already took mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, your, your answer can't be a giggle. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought, I, see, I thought she got it. I thought she. You, was, you no, it's not like the, it's not the Steph oh. Family Feud. The first person you, that hits I, it. No, you I both thought. have to oh, answer. Yeah, you're both in. Um, unless yeah. you also find it disgusting and nothing else. Halupki. Oh, it's the same thing. Kind of, wow, What's isn't it? Halupki? That's pigs in a blanket, isn't yeah. it? Halupki. Yeah. You don't like halupki? No, I no, I like it. I didn't oh, say that's the first disgusting. thing that came to mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I rolled off you. You set the tone. I went with them. I said, no, I did not put cabbage in the corned beef. So it was missing that cabbage thing going on. I thought I since it was St. Patrick's across. Day Parade, you are going with I knew there was like, something missing. Yeah. I knew I knew it didn't make sense. Actually, we had a new pressure cooker, and that's why we were excited to use it. And that was the first thing we can think of to put. Anyway, what is your first step in your wash time ritual? Cl- clothing what? What do you mean? What? I, I separate the lights <laughs> and the darks. Wow. What's I, the first thing you do when you step in the shower? Oh! <laughs> I fall. Get my, <laughs> I get the entire body wet. I mean, yeah. Pre-soak. Pre-soak. That's the first step, yeah. Uh, we, do you no, want to know what I do? Yeah, kind of, a little bit. <laughs> Honestly? Don't answer that. No, 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 no. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. What. So... Ever since my fiance moved in, she takes her showers are like fucking magma. 
So and I have and I have she's one off of the, the boat Russian. She's the warmth. Yeah, she's yeah, she's like this needs to counteract how cold Siberia is. And I'm like, holy exactly. shit. So I love how we're perpetuating all stereotypes. Stereotypes, yeah. So great. She hates my Russian accent too. <laughs> she goes, I sound nothing like that. I'm like, Thankfully we don't have many Russian listeners. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. Not wait until I go to Russia and I'm like, hey, do you ever have a podcast? Um <laughs> I have one of those. I have one of those uh, showers that you can actually set the temperature, and then all you have to do is turn it on, and the temperature is always set. Wow! Uh-huh. She broke it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so now what I have to do is I have to I I daintily stick my toe <laughs> in, and then I'm like, it's not good, and then I have to walk around, pull it back up again, and then make it hotter, make it colder. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's my, and then I walk in, and then I I Daryl Hannah splash my hair. <laughs> And then and I'm then, the only one then, that sees it, but I then, know it's fabulous. And then you have, you know, gills and stuff. Yeah. And then I, and then I, <laughs> no, I and then I swim to Tom Hanks. So yeah. <laughs> do another one. So, okay. Describe to me. Why do you do it that way? Because I bold the first word. You go, describe. I, I bold the first word on these cards for added emphasis. Okay. All right. Describe. It says it like dis- can't, can't you just remember to do that? One more time. One more time. Are you ready? Full emphasis. Describe to me the what? difference between left and right. Right is right. Oh my god. <laughs> the, the difference? What's the difference, difference. between uh, left He answered. And right. He gave his answer. It's up to Megan now. Dominant, non-dominant. Yeah, like yeah, dominant, non-dominant. Mm. What if what if you're right-handed yeah. and left-eye oriented? Who's who even what? thinks about that? <laughs> no, right. Who goes? Like, you know, it'd be awesome. I swear to God, that I, like this just dawned on me. Right? It, I wish this was like a Twilight Zone episode or like a science fiction film where we can actually clone you. And you can ask your clone questions because that question would have been answered with, well, yep. what if I'm right hand dominant, but left eye? That's not, that's not how I would necessarily answer it. How would you answer that They're question? Really... Give me one of the cues. Can I ask you a cue? No, <laughs> but I'll answer this question. Answer They're, that, que- answer that yeah, question. Left and right are complete constructs because our our brains are centered in, down the middle. So we think of left as left and right as right. But to you, my left is my right and my le- my right is my left. They're completely mirrored and kind of arbitrary thoughts look okay so i changed my description that's how the other you would answer that quick quick look at megan's shirt now close your eyes is that a left or right hand it's a left hand but i don't know the difference between my left is it is it a left hand is it if it's a palm print if it's a print going out it's a right hand what if it's a window but it's it's a again, right hand in our logo. We use the, the yeah. Right. <laughs> plus we oh. have plus we have five systems: band of the hand, oh. five. Yeah. But, but it's wait, also palm snap! Strike. It was right. Mm-hmm. What's your and next you one? You said left. Okay, Do one more. Go ahead. What else we got? Rapid fire. Boom, boom, boom. Share with us one piece of wisdom. No, wait, you got to do it right. Share with us <laughs> one piece of wisdom which you have learned that you think all should possess. Oh, wow, wow. That's a good one. I know. A qu- I'll give a quote that I think 
everyone should really hone in on and understand. And it's probably one we've all heard before, but I think it's true. We should, we should take this to heart. And it's just that it's, it's good to have a, an end to journey towards, but it's the journey that matters in the end. That I think is something we should all. Nice. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? You, think was, you can throw coconut like water it. at me. Why? <laughs> Is that is that your end? You want to? That's your mic drop. Is to hit me with coconut water. Shaking it. (laughs) Get the pulp. I was agreeing with you in my mind. You thought I was being aggressive. (laughs) Now all of a sudden I'm covered in coconut water. (laughs) Just like that. And I'm like, why? I didn't. I didn't. It's three a.m. I must be lonely. (laughs) (laughs) A Rob Thomas reference, isn't it? I think so. (laughs) All right. So what's yours? All right. Well, I'll do a quote too. Um. It's from the Desiderata or whoever you say it, that famous Max something. Okay. Must not Um, be that famous if none of us know who it is. It's uh, the one section is like, uh, you're a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. Basically, like you have a right to be here. And I think that that I think that's a really good message. Like, I think we can get wrapped up in, you know, feeling uncomfortable, feeling like not confident, but knowing like we all have a right to be here. Good. I like it. Can I can I share my answer? Yeah. Did you did you ask that because you wanted? (laughs) But as they were saying their quotes, I thought of one piece of wisdom that I would like to share. (laughs) Please share. And and that's I'm not stopping you, babe. That um, education is the one thing that can be given that can never be taken away. Nice. I like it. Isn't that herpes too? And glitter. I hate glitter. <laughs> Everywhere. Glitter. Everywhere. You can send glitter. The, the herpes of the craft world. The arts and craft world. <laughs> yeah, herpes of the arts and craft world. Glitter. What's one piece of wisdom that you could tell everybody? One word. Listen. Oh. Mm. Wow, you are wise beyond your Wow. Years. That's really good. You're like Splinter. Yeah, that was that was Yoda. I actually have been watching a lot of uh, TMNT lately. So. The cartoons, right? The yeah, old the, ones? The, they were the, good, weren't they? The new one actually was. Oh, is the new one good? Yeah, it's it's excellent. What channel is that on? Nickelodeon. You know, for, get out for, of town for, for martial arts. I never get into those. I never, never nothing. Well, that's because you, didn't, you, didn't you like would old actually painters. you you might appreciate the newer cartoon because it does take that a little more seriously. Okay, all right. Uh, I mean the the original cartoon doesn't hold up as well. Uh, upon as an adult looking back on it, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you, you kind of have to wear the nostalgia glasses and kind of excuse, excuse it, yeah. a lot of what you're you're seeing. You're sure. just like, oh, this this isn't as good as I remember it to be. <laughs> right, right. This is actually quite poor in a lot of cases. <laughs> That's and, how I felt when I bought Fraggle Rock. <laughs> no kidding, right? And and a, a lot of like because because I think <laughs> once it's solidified in into pop culture was was with the movies and the 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 first movie really got it. Like oh, they okay. they kind of right. combined the cartoon and the comic books because the comic books are actually like deadly serious uh, originally, right. and they, they kind that. of went they they got a little more silly as they went along, but yeah. they they were definitely they had a more serious tone to okay, them, cool. and and the the cartoons kind of uh, brought out all these different personalities and made it made it sillier, and then they kind of combined those ideas with the movie. And so pe- people mostly think of the first movie when they think of the turtle. First movie was really good, which is it's yeah, it's excellent. And it yeah, does. It's still it, good. It hold it holds it. up really well. The second one not as much. Them, really. Oh, dude. The third one is terrible. And <laughs> that then, turtles in time. <laughs> it, it's kind of it, well. The 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 game is turtles in time. <laughs> yeah, but then the third but one. This, they go back to feudal Japan in the third one. Yeah. Ooh. 
And it's well, yeah, but wasn't it sounds called Tur- good, but no, no. And it's quite. Yeah, but Casey it, Jones gets stuck here, doesn't he? Yeah, and they they have like a five dollar budget, so like the the, I watch the turtles look, the turtles look terrible in that Michelangelo's movie. Michelangelo's in trouble, like in comparison first, like, to the other the ones. Movie, uh. It was very depressing. Yeah, it's it's weird. And then uh, they kind of dropped off for a while, and then uh, over the years they've tried a couple different. TV series to bring it back, you know, okay. like to make it culturally relevant again, and none none of them have really stuck for the most part. Uh, there was one in 2003 that people liked a little bit more that kind of took the whole mythos a little more seriously, but it didn't quite get where it needed to go. But I think the new one, I, I honestly had serious doubts about it, uh, but I started watching it because uh, I had went to New York Comic Con the year that they had. Uh, done it and I interviewed the guy who uh, was the voice of Michelangelo on the new show okay. and the way he was talking about it I'm like oh no this I don't know if this sounds like I, I, I'm I'm curious now because I've talked to the guy so I'm kind of a little bit more invested mm-hmm. but I, I don't know if I really feel like uh, they're going to do it justice and this it combines like everything that you've ever thought was even remotely good about the whole thing the comics the movies the cartoons whatever they find a way to incorporate it okay. but they they do their own thing with it it's 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 a true remake in the sense that they actually do their own thing they don't try to repeat what's been done before they do it in different ways or they'll put a twist on it that uh you know references like like there's there's uh you know the the in the first movie where he gets hurt real bad Raphael does. Uh, Raphael gets hurt real bad uh they did that arc but they did it with leonardo in the cartoon instead okay. so they adapted it a little bit differently but they gave you a reason as to why they did it differently you know it's 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 just very well done the voice acting is very well done the animation style is a little weird to get used to, but it's it's very good. And they talk a lot about like real martial arts stuff. Right, uh, okay. Like Splinter is a way better character than any incarnation I've seen him in. Cool. Because uh, so this could, is the one I should check out because I've never seen any Teenage Mutant Ninja. Ninja Dude, watch the first ever. movie. Sam Rockwell's in it for like split seconds. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say yeah. Watch okay, the original. I've never seen any. Watch the original movie. Uh, and not watch two, the not three, not three yeah, not two. and uh, ninja, and definitely ninja watch the rap. new cartoon because uh, okay. I'm getting caught up on it now. Uh, How many episodes are there? Uh, they're in season four now, and is this on Netflix? Uh, some of it I think is. Damn it! Go ninja! I don't think the ninja, whole thing go. is. I used to be able to do that dance. <laughs> the vanilla ice dance. Yeah. You ever watch this though? Nope. No, it's okay. quite good. <laughs> I mean, the vanilla might, ice dance. I might play that yeah. song at my Tur- wedding. Turtles does Will this. Will you learn that? <laughs> I think he does this. Would you learn the? Are you gonna play the song at your I'll wedding? Play the song at the my yeah. You want to play ninja rap at yeah, your wedding? A little bit. Yes. <laughs> wait, you're you're wait. Ah, uh, so. You're like tormenting yourself over this wedding, mm. and then you arbitrarily are like, "Let's do that vanilla ice hit." Yeah, it's fun. Not even like the Van- one people did you say know. Vanilla ice. Yeah, it's yeah vanilla, that's who yeah, did Ninja don't, Rap. Don't watch. Wow. <laughs> go okay. Ninja. Go Ninja. Yeah, go. P- people, people forget <laughs> that. Um, like, like most uh, pop culture, I guess we'll we'll just make this whole thing the last word because this is great. Uh, <laughs> I, I love talking. I love talking about turtles. <laughs> So, I like turtles. I love turtles. <laughs> Thank you. I was waiting for it. Thank you. We all peaked on the microphones on that one. Yep. Thank you. I like pizza. <laughs> and how do you feel about the fair, Billy? I like turtles. <laughs> there, there was a point, uh, like with most pop culture phenomenon, where it hit the point of, holy fuck, get this away from me. Yeah. And it was right around that time when, uh, you know, Vanilla Ice was doing the ninja rap. Oh, God. When it was like, okay, we can't take this... Th- we can't take Ice Ice Baby anymore. No. So let's take something very similar to that and tie it in with some sort of pop culture phenomenon. And here you go. Uh, and then they 
they did like they they did a tour where they uh, Pizza Hut or something, wasn't it? Well, it had they, to be Pizza. Yeah, actually, uh, Pizza Hut I believe sponsored it. Where they did they they sang. <laughs> no bullshit. There were guys in suits in the turtle suits, and they sang. Uh, it was like like a uh, like, like almost like it was like a Broadway kind of thing, and it was terrible. It's weird, man. Sounds terrible. It's weird. It's <laughs> awful. <laughs> then it was like then then they did like straight to video movies. Uh, they did uh, they tried to do a live action series with the people who did Power Rangers, so that kind of gives you an idea of the quality. Oh yeah, because uh, it was after Power Rangers kind of started to dive in popularity, so they're like, oh, uh, we have the rights to this, so <laughs> let's put people in cheap turtle suits, and and they added a female turtle. And they, oh, uh, it was okay. oh god, it was named rough. Frida Kahlo, uh, Mona Lisa. No. <laughs> Mo- wait, so wait, wait, wait. They had Leonardo, Raphael, Donatello, Michelangelo, and Mona Lisa. They didn't go yes. with an artist. They went with the painting, the painting yes. of a. Uh, and you, you see, oh, and this is this is what's gr- this is what's great about the new cartoon is the new cartoon will take something that was terrible from Turtles history and actually make it good. Okay. And so they actually did put Mona Lisa in the new one, but she's a salamander that they meet in space. <laughs> and it sounds fucking stupid as shit. <clears throat> But you watch it and you're like, you know what? I like this. This is I'm totally okay with this because it's not just a a, a a a a guy in a bad suit with boobs. Because that's Lord. essentially what they did. They just added boobs onto the turtle suit. Lauren, and it's like there's there's your female turtle. There it is. <laughs> Lauren, do you, ta- do you take issue with a salamander in space? <laughs> the entire fourth season is in space. You're shitting me. Yes, I have to watch this. And David Tennant is the main character in it. That's the song. Yep. Oh no. I don't think Vanilla Ice will sue us. That yeah. Suge Knight might, but Yeah, that should definitely be at your wedding. <laughs> definitely your wedding. Like each season is a main Shug, story Shug, arc. How many episodes? Well, yeah. Uh, I love the Suge Knight reference at the Oscars the other night. I would say there's probably a, between, you know, 15 13 and 20 episodes per season. So I mean, there's so there's quite, like 80 episodes there, out there I yeah, could be watching. Are they are they 22 minute episodes? Yeah. Oh, I could, I could, I could, I could fly through that. Binge, oh yeah, binge watch. And then, I could fly through that like a salamander through an asteroid belt. <laughs> Very nice. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm, but yeah, you know what? I think it's funny because uh, to to actually tie tie it into something that is remotely meaningful oh, cool. to anyone who who I'll check it out is not into because the of the martial arts tie in the true there, martial there arts. Is, yeah, there is a martial arts tie, but I I think uh, as much as I love that stuff, it also probably leads to a lot of the misconceptions and, that come with why we have to martial arts educate the public as to what we do. <laughs> yeah, essentially. So we just undid all a, of that in the last ten minutes or so. And a mutant snapping turtle happened to show up at your dance party. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Just thank in you. case. And, 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 Rich, and which is the whole thing about self defense. Thanks you for, never know. Thanks right. for undoing what we just. <laughs> you're spell, you're so welcome. Spell the myths and break the Hollywood stigma of what martial arts absolutely for is about. Get I don't. I don't think. I don't think Rich just sat here and went like, "Look, you don't need this. You need to watch Turtles on you Nickelodeon." You need to watch Turtles. Absolutely. I don't think you need that. But we're good. Um, we're good. You know, if if I can say, you know, what you guys do is incredible and it's important, and I'm happy somebody's doing it, mm-hmm. because if not, nobody would know about this, yeah. right? And it's real shitty, and it, and it's amazing to me that you can say so optimistic and zen, considering 
the horse shit. The you know, the yeah. colossal amount of insane violence. <laughs> like how? Like 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 do you? And I know you never will, because I think at heart you're a pacifist. Correct? Absolutely, yeah. At heart, I am. Yeah. I mean, are you, do you ever hear of situations where you're like, I know that person's address? I mean, is, no. I, I mean, is it hard? Is it hard to like restrain yourself from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, because you seem like you're, a firecracker. You're, you're both nodding to that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> every one of my students know. Oh yeah, they, they tell me stories and they leave one or two details out. <laughs> so, but we not like. I mean, without like, being without being like vigilantes. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm just saying, like, yeah. is it hard? Because oh, absolutely. Because like the st- like you know, I do. You know, I'm I'm fortunate enough to like work with nonprofits and stuff. And you know, some of the things that you learn at these places just make you want to be like, I I don't care how long I go to jail for. There needs yeah. to be some restitution for what yeah. happened. You have that thought, and that's why I read. You know, that's why I read the Punisher and uh, <laughs> and and things. That's like what that. he does. Are you excited yeah, for Daredevil? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, but but no, you have those thoughts. Um, there's there's many people who I don't even know who I'd love to be alone in a room with for five minutes and have a large stick in my hands. Um, but no, you, you balance that out. Um, sure, there's a, there's a Zen moment. You know, there's that whole like there's the the pacifist at heart has to be there. Um, you know, when the chaos is going down, you have to be the the good, solid, peaceful person who is skilled at violence to solve that immediate quick problem, and then go back to the tranquil waters again but you're not like carla Gagi- or uh what's oh who's the what was the movie we were talking about with steven oh, soderbergh before uh, haywire gina carana gina carana yeah you're not like you're not like <laughs> you know like snapping a neck like your your violence is and, and i think we should air quote violence i think you're just having an equal and opposite reaction to whatever's happening yes that's not it's made to not necessarily inflict pain it's made to stop what's happening at that moment at that moment or am i wrong you know you're right okay so in a nutshell i know we're wrapping things up here but yes um we self-defense i don't care what is going down self-defense is about stopping the initial attack maybe causing a little bit of harm and getting out of there getting getting away self-defense is not about you're not there going like stand over him and finish the job no no, yeah. no that's not self-defense right. yeah as, as a matter of fact if you don't have a good moral compass you might be a, a criminal yourself if you defend yourself more than you need to just to get to, to freedom right um now with tsunami essentials for street self-defense and combatives we will say things and it's not to try and sound badass but it's the way it needs to be we'll say things we prevail through pain inducing pathways i just popped my peas in the microphone there but it's pain so we'll that's okay it's pain inducing pathways to to freedom we'll create a little bit of space this is all you know you can you can relate this to aikido or brazilian jiu-jitsu but we'll create some space to give us the opportunity to either strike or go to freedom you know but it's it, it is painful we do you know joint locks chokes mm-hmm. submissions to, to put the person to sleep um, but so well, also it's a good way. It's a good way to understand what you're doing if it happens to you. Right. Sure. That's, that's part of continued training. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like you, you got under, so you got to get put in a chokehold to know what a chokehold does. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so yeah, we, we do. I mean, as I started the show with uh, saying that we do have self offense where there are times where you strike first, but it's rare. It's so rare. And you have to, you have to, again, be the, the peaceful person who's, realizing oh wait a second i'm back into a corner there's two guys or three guys i'm alone i have nothing on me i don't even have a coupon i have nothing i might have to like 
just start hammer fisting and get out of the situation. I'm not going to wait for them. I'm going to. Right. right. Why would you wait to be hit? <laughs> right. If you can then in, in a just moral. Cause it's imminent way, danger. It's imminent danger. Right. Yeah. And then you have to be able to articulate that to the, to the authorities, to the police, to whatever and say like, look, look, I had to get, I had to do this in this rare instance. Mm-hmm. They're so few and far between, but they are there. There's times where you must strike first. Mm-hmm. There were three guys who were talking about this, this shredder dude so i had to go at them i had to do it and one, of you know them was I mean? a, one of them was a wolf they disrespected my master wait remember my razor. remember them from t- yeah they, they were bad they they even adapted razor and made him like you actually like the character really I, I yeah liked, and that's the show i baby. might have to go do this <laughs> well the the, the 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 last season ended uh was don't re- ruin this for me oh no, no no it was very interesting spoiler alert yes uh well very minor spoiler but <laughs> the the fact that um Shredder's revenge goes so far that he would destroy the world just to get back at Splinter. Like this that's is a Nickelodeon. Yeah, that it's 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 actually quite a serious show for Nickelodeon. I would like some of the themes that they get into. But I but you know to me looking back on, it, I'm like you know there's there's some good lessons there amongst all that because I I remember the old show it was mostly like slapsticky and really goofy and Shredder was always like oh no you hit me once I'm gonna run away I'll get you next he time. He was like the like, villain in every Scooby Doo episode. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And it was <laughs> it was I never not, watched it. I yeah, it was. I would have got away for it if it wasn't for you turtles and that rat. It was very <laughs> campy. And this, it, there's some themes in there that are like, oh, that's a good lesson to learn, you know, out right. of that. So, all right. So, thank you so thank much. You. Tsunami self defense. Wednesday at AFA. Wednesday at AFA. Girls on guard. Wednesday at AFA. Six, six, six to eight. March 9th, six to eight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lackawanna Avenue. Come down to. And the website is both websites tsunami self defense.com, girls on guard PA.com. You're not going to give up, are you? No, I will <laughs> not give <laughs> I'm, I'm not giving up. No, absolutely. We're on. You're going to keep going. You're going to keep going until you're infirmed. We're on a mission, yeah. and it's 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 my it's my life's work now. It really is. I hate. It sounds so corny to say it out loud, but you know it is. End note: Did you ever expect eight years ago, eight and a half years ago, that you'd be doing this right now? Never. What did you think you'd be doing? I don't. Teach- I was going to be a painter. <laughs> <laughs> Twice a week, teaching you know karate at the local gym at the local community center. And now, how many nights a week are you teaching? Five. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Though. Some nights five. Some weeks. Some weeks five. We gotta hang out soon. Absolutely, we do. All right. Yeah, for sure. And you can bring your muscle with you. Yeah. Bring the heavy. So, should, so if I say anything inappropriate, <laughs> she kick the shit out of me. <laughs> That's right. She's badass. I'm like, Becca, why'd she you hit badass. me? She's like, Well, I had to strike first. And I'm like, All right, I get I it. Too. I too. get it. <laughs> I get. It. I was just trying to give Rob a hug. <laughs> <laughs> but th- seriously, thank you. Th- to the three of you for having us on. We oh, it's it's just reeducating the public to to what true, real reality based self defense is about. So thank you, right? Thank you. Hopefully and, we'll we'll have you on again before your uh, Mr. Miyagi age. All right, I hope so. <laughs> it's rapidly approaching. But <laughs> you're like sixty years away. Yeah, no. <laughs> I told you, Bruce Willis, if he let himself go, <laughs> I think he already did. <laughs> I think Bruce gave up like seven movies my ago. My knees are killing. My my I have elbow braces and yeah. No, you're but still. It's going. all good stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you both thank of you, you for being thank here. Thank you very much. Oh, wow.